Tom's wife, y'all never met me. Woo woo. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Remember the Loot, episode 76, the show reminding you it's better to get hit with the backlog than the front log. I'm one of your hosts, Frosty, alongside me, as always, Resident Daryl. I can swallow my fist. Also in here with us, T-Bird. Is this episode 76? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> episode 76, I can swallow my is fist. That, is that what I said? I said that, didn't I? Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Okay. <laughs> Way to be on top, Tanner. I just actually was uh, saw on Yahoo like, News, it was like a... I was going to say something different for my little intro, but then I saw like a picture of somebody and they're like a post, like a poster of some political figure, but I couldn't make out who it was. And they were like, had a fist coming through their face. I was like, it just reminded me of MXC for some reason. That sounds dirty. <laughs> Don't get eliminated. What's up guys? I intend to be successful. Hey, I'm an MXC player. Cause I have a yeah, you helmet. <laughs> that is a good helmet. It barely fits you. <laughs> Barely, this thing doesn't fit. That's so awesome. if, uh, if you're watching on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Proving Gamer, uh, T-Bird has a Ninja Turtles helmet on, Daughter's Orders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good on you, man. Don't lie. Good on you, mate. <laughs> That's a Nemo quote. I know, I know, I know Nemo. Are you, are you quoting Disney Pixar now? Hey, man. Just <laughs> not, not new, not wait, current wait, Disney. Like, touch the butt. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to touch the butt. Oh, man. Gotta put my veto away so I'm not distracted. So, we start the show off right with a toast? Yeah, let's do that. I am so thirsty. I'm thirsty, too. It's kind of threw my whole game off. My wife coming in here right before the show. <laughs> and I was like, uh, we were, we were getting ready to go live, and she just like walks in here. I'm like, uh, it's weird having you here. It's weird. Don't look at me. <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. Dude, if she was going to sit in here, like, and, oh, I, I, oh man, it would have just shut me down. <laughs> You can't act like a nerd in front Hello. of your wife. I, dude, I got a story for that one. So, All right, so this is toast. Uh, Josh, the walking idea, he's not here because he's not here. <laughs> um, he uh, <laughs> bought a new house. He's closed on it, and he's moved into it, and I'm sure he is. Uh, he's setting up his internet probably because he got his modem in today. Oh. So he's probably playing Black Ops he 2. He's so excited. So instead of making Whoopi in this new house on the first night... He's going to make Whoopi to Black Ops He's going to play Black Ops 2 and get no Whoopies. No, he's going to make Whoopi to Black Ops. Because he's going to put it in the disc. Toast to that guy. You try, having trouble there? I am. Push down on the center. There you go. Ooh, got everywhere. Ooh. So what is going on? What's new? Ooh, a couple things. All right. So, Excuse me. first things first, we had the community game night last weekend. Um, finally, we had to reschedule it. Uh, uh, a couple of sucker butts in the group didn't show up, but that's fine. Uh, we had a good time. Sorry, I sneezed. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> um, we had a good time. Kali, her husband, and Mark uh, Herb, they showed up. Tricky showed up. Tanner um, was there. I was there. In spirit. Um. I don't know where to put my hand. It's kind of weird. I'm just keeping my lap. Uh, it was fun. We play, We started off playing Drawn to Death, uh, David Jaffe's new joint. 
Um, that's actually a pretty funny game. Like, yeah. you know, you said there's a lot that's of funny. it hurls a bunch of insults. When you die, it shoots memes on the screen. And there's one, there's like this little Chinese kid that says something on Dioc, D I O C K. I was like, oh, that was really funny. It's almost like we developed that game. Dude, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wow. It was like if they made a game and we were all like, you know what I'm saying, a part of that. Like, we're all big grown man children who um, can develop video games. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we went from there and we played um, Killing Floor. Killing Floor 2. So good. Mm-hmm. If you even liked left for dead a little bit i liked it a lot oh my god killing floor 2 is left for dead on crack but with the structure of gears of war horde like wave based so instead of just like getting from safe room to safe room right there's waves and at the end of the waves there's a boss and the bosses are hard as freak I actually made it farther on my own than I did with the team. Because <laughs> uh, you're constantly, you know what I'm saying, trying to save each other. Team's holding you down. Uh, <laughs> but, man. And that 1911. Yes. Oh, God, dog. So I'm like, I, I bought a 1911 because in between rounds you can buy uh, weapons and stuff. Right, right. And I'm like, uh, mother effing 1911. And then as soon as the round started, I got killed. I, Taylor's like, yeah, <laughs> how about that 1911? <laughs> oh, God, this thing's Awesome. I was like, this game is so good. I'm dead. <laughs> Second Amendment dead. Yeah, and then so. he said it got me in the butts. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it's I say things. Um, but anyways, so it was a really fun night. Um, the I would love for us to do a community game night once a month. <clears throat> uh, I know our community would love that as well. As a matter of fact, we've been asked today when the next one is. Uh, and we will have to come together as a group and schedule that because unfortunately... I can't commit to doing one every month. I just don't have the, the, the free time. So in the event that, it, like, if we schedule one, somebody, I mean, we're somebody's going to have to say, you know what I'm saying, rain or shine, I'll be there, you know, to make sure that, it, that those things happen. Right. And uh, I, so we'll we'll kind of see where it goes. Um. So we'll see if we can do another do one for May, you know, schedule one for sometime in May. Um, it was a blast. It really was. And uh, I told Tanner, I said, because I don't like playing multiplayer games online with people, uh, especially like, you know, like when there's team deathmatch or deathmatch stuff that involved. Like uh, I'll, you die and then you have to wait in a lobby. Drives me crazy. I feel like that is one of the biggest like time wasted, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it makes me makes me crazy. Or if you know, I'm waiting on people to ready up, you know, can't. Oh, it's like uh, painful for me. Um, fortunately enough, the games we played, it wasn't like that. With Drawn to Death, you pretty much, you know, go, go, go. And even the, in the lobbies when we were kind of readying up, basically, like, you, you watch these little videos and it unlock like a little promo video kind of thing, and it, it uh, unlocks characters or whatever. So when I was in the lobby waiting on people to, you know, do whatever, I'd just watch a video real fast, unlock a new character, and then go on. So it was pretty good. But, uh, um, so we played those games. Uh, didn't get to play Bulletstorm. We played for a few hours and had a good time. So, um, but that's not the best story I have today. Oh God! Is another poop story? No, no, no poop stories. As uh, in, I, I don't want to hear it. Then, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Then, so we're sitting. Me and my family are sitting at dinner last night. Um, we go Someone to pooped. we. No, <laughs> uh, we thought so, but um, <laughs> so my wife had the night off. And we were going to go, That she met me work with the kids, and we were going to go out to buy, like, uh, outfits for uh, family portraits. 
And so, do I? It's cute. Yeah, no, that wasn't fun. But did you get like a little sailor outfit? No, actually, we spent two and a half hours, and she had picked out a bunch of stuff. And then by the end of the night, she literally returned everything we purchased and said no. Well, not everything. The majority of what we purchased. And um, screw it, we're doing in our birthday suits. I know, right? So like, it didn't. It just didn't. Yeah. Either way. But. we went out to eat at um, my favorite place, uh, Tokyo Buffet. So we go to Tokyo Buffet on the way home. Kids are having a blast. We're having a blast, eating all kinds of food. Uh, and my wife gets a text message. And it's one of her friends that she works with. And she says something along the lines of, OMG, my husband is listening to your husband's show. And he is dying laughing. <laughs> my heart immediately drops to my butt. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Oh God! Did I say what? What did I said? Did I say something stupid? Yes. Oh wait a minute! Yes, I everything did. I said was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately, I was like, "Oh Lord, I'm going to be judged so hard for this," um, because we've done things together as families, but like it's always like in these settings to where, um, you know, like we have our kids around, so I'm not sitting around enjoying people's company. I'm, you know, what I'm saying hurting my children, making sure they don't burn places down and kill each other. And it's like, I don't know, we don't ever really get to just hang out and get to know people that well anymore. Right. Or at least I don't take these opportunities. I'm always, you know, just watching the kids or whatever. Life. And so, um, and all of her friends' uh, husbands are important. Like, some of them are doctors. Some of them are lawyers. um, Some of them are IT guys and insurance, you know what I'm saying, dudes. Like, here I am, this freaking moron that builds weightlifting equipment and talks on a podcast about video games and dookie stories. (laughs) So, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, Lord, this this is bad news. So then she gets another text message that says, your it says that he was laughing really hard at the poop story about the turd getting stuck in the in the toilet seat. <laughs> oh god! I'm like, okay, well that's that's pretty good, you know, that's so bad. And then the next one was OMG talking to my wife. Did you really say y'all were covered in tree semen? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes, we did. <laughs> and, and so like my wife's laughing. She's like, I can't believe you told these stories. I was like, you know, I said you wouldn't believe the reviews that we're getting. I was like, and people are laughing. People think that these ridiculous things that we talk about that are true life stories, people think that stuff's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was pretty cool. Um, one of her, you know what I'm saying, like my wife doesn't pay any attention to what we do in here. Like doesn't listen to the show, doesn't watch the show, doesn't even entertain when I talk about this stuff. Probably for the best. Like if I start talking about our podcast or something that I'm interested in, she immediately starts playing on Facebook. Like ignores me to no ends. <laughs> so it's fine. It's whatever. It's probably better that way. <laughs> so it was kind of cool that, like, her. I guess the only thing she ever really heard or knew about the show came from friends that laughed at least. Right. So God only knows. You How know, what did saying, they find out? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know. It's probably. What if she was the one spreading it? Work. It's it's possible. I, I mean, she says that. that she, Wait till we get cards made. <laughs> she's asked me. Oh, she's she's asked me questions before. Like she went on a trip with her friends and then asked me about our show and like how many people like subscribe to the show and things like that. And, you know, I answered her questions the best I could. Cause everybody wants to know that, you know what I'm saying? As soon as they're like, Oh, you have a podcast. Yeah. Well, how many people listen to your show? I don't know. Like four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like us <laughs> pretty much. So, um, and In then that's the case. There's only three. So they asked, uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. thanks douche. <laughs> so like, they asked the, she, she's, 
she's talked about it before, I know, but I think it was because they were asking questions. But it felt, being on the receiving end of text messages, it felt like they were asking so they could judge me, you know? It's like, is this freaking grown man moron talking about video games with his friends? But it seemed like it was received at least well initially, so... Mm. That's pretty cool. I, mean, I, I think overall it's, it was pretty cool. The fact that they were laughing, my wife was laughing. That's kind of my goal, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I just want people to laugh. I don't really, I mean, you know. You never know who's really listening, you know? Like, uh, I had a conversation with Hector, which we, we know, you know, he's listened to the show uh, since we started, and he's been yep. on the show once before. Uh, yep. But, I mean, this guy listens to all kind of podcasts. Joe Rogan. He listens to Joe Rogan. He's, like, the, the biggest podcast out there, and he's always coming up to me, you know, telling me stories about, like, stuff he hears on our podcast and it makes me feel good you know that knowing that we can be entertaining and make people laugh you know while being informative i think aren't you informative i I don't know that's what i think (laughs) but uh you know with that being said though like if you enjoy the show go tell your friends about us and leave us an itunes review because that that really means a lot it helps us uh helps us grow you know helps the community grow and uh really gives us more motivation to put out more content and stuff so speaking of itunes reviews so, last week, I read a couple of the iTunes reviews. They were very nice, very positive. Very sweet. Um, I want to uh, double down and say that if you leave us an iTunes review in the month of April, we're not, go, we're not backdating this to last year, um, and you screenshot it, send it to us via Facebook or Twitter, or email it to us at rememberthelootprovengamer.com, um, then we will uh, enter you in to a drawing for some free games. And uh, so I read a couple of the reviews last week, and as soon as my phone loads, I will read some more. So I get this brand new phone a couple weeks ago. I was say three weeks ago I bought it. Yeah. And then uh, the night before last, I told my wife, I said, hey, babe, you got the... Re- oh, you don't have it I said, hey, babe, I need to go out and buy a case for my phone because I haven't bought an OtterBox for it yet. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's not coming up. Um, they're just like it's getting the technology. I know I'm getting the wheel of death. Anyways, I said I need to go get my. Uh, While it's loading, why don't you tell us what you're playing, man? Uh, well, hang on, let me finish telling you about how I broke my brand new phone. <laughs> yeah. So I told my wife that I needed to <laughs> oh, get. It's a sad story. I get a new phone. I get a phone case. This was the night before last. <laughs> and she goes, "Okay, well, we're going out. You know, what I'm saying into town. Talking about last night." And uh, we'll get one then. The next morning, which was yesterday morning, I go to the gas station, as I do every single morning, and I get my soda, like I do every single morning, and I felt my phone buzz, and then so I reached in my pocket and pulled it out, and then I hit like what, either my fat roll or my man boob, and dropped it, <laughs> and then it freaking just shattered. I was like, well, there's that. Like, as it hit your man boob? Or? I think it broke before it hit the ground. Okay. I think, like, it hit my man boob so hard. <laughs> that would be insane. So, but yeah, it was, uh... <laughs> so. All right, so, begin to the iTunes reviews. Uh, the last one I read, I docked somebody for mentioning you by name. So, uh... I mean, that happens. <laughs> um, I got one from, uh, speaking of, uh... Shout out to uh, Mark Herb. Uh, it says they rock. It says this is a gamers podcast. These guys are funny and laid back. The type of people I hung out with in high school. I don't know that that was a comment. I mean, a compliment. Is if he's saying these guys, fifteen years removed from high school, remind me of the freaking 
people I hung out with in high school, that means we haven't matured very well. We haven't aged very well. No. Oh, no. well. <laughs> says, okay but they're very that. knowledgeable in games and great with their fans. So we appreciate that, buddy. We got NM Rain. Uh, it says, conversations galore. So these guys are pretty smooth. Their audio is usually on point, except for last week. Mine was jacked. Uh, it says, you'd think they were all sitting in the same room recording the same equipment or something, recording on the same equipment or something. They're actually all just holograms. Actually, uh, this is all done via Skype, and we're all in Tricky's basement. <laughs> Sin Hill. <laughs> Yes, it fed us. Yes, it fed us. BBRM88, them loot boys. What? I thought I was going a different route. Uh, Of course you did, you (laughs) freak. (laughs) Says, love these dudes and every podcast is hilarious. Everyone should listen to it all day, every day. I'm down with that. That's that's that might cause brain damage if you do that. (laughs) It's very permanent brain damage. Riley M says, my uh, new favorite podcast. Says, funny, insightful, and super entertaining. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, and the last one is my review for Remember the Loot. This one's by Next T Gen X. Next Gen X. Anyway, so I've been listening to these guys uh, for a few months and totally loving it. I've listened to about a dozen different gamer podcasts, but this one is by far the best. We appreciate that. I strongly recommend this podcast for any gamer out there. I know for a fact that you won't regret it. Just try them out. So we definitely, definitely appreciate that. If you're listening to this podcast and you heard me read your comment and you have not yet, your review, excuse me, and you have not yet screenshot it and sent it to us via the Facebook group, which you're going to have to go to Facebook, go to the little toolbar and type in Remember Loop Podcast because apparently the link we've been giving out for five years doesn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> and then, uh, or go to Twitter, at Remember the Loot, super easy, and screenshot your Send us your screenshot of your comment there or or Tinder. Swipe left on Tanner. <laughs> or That's remember the loot at provengamer.com. So with that being said, what I've been playing is not much of anything. I know we say that a lot. Oh, it's nothing. It's just a couple hours here. <clears throat> well, <laughs> I made a point to knock out a game off my backlog. I told you guys last week that uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified for the Vita was uh, the how long to beat. It said about two and a half hours, three hours to beat it or whatever. I started it over because I didn't know which memory card had my save on it or whatever. Um, I beat it. Super fun. Super easy. Oh, I say super easy. That's not true. That game's actually kind of difficult. Um, Once I put a grip on my Vita... Then it became easy. Uh, and I say that. I brought it with me, actually. So playing the Vita by itself, and you know this, Tanner, because you've spent some time with the Vita. Yeah, that grip's like, awesome. To play a first-person shooter, you know, it's like you play for a little while and you get the claw, you know? <laughs> the claw. Actually, it's really, not even just first-person shooters. Any game just... you play on on a handheld for a long period of time, whether it be the DS, mm-hmm. the Vita, the PSP, I remember having the same problem. Anything you play for a while, but something about a first-person shooter because you're needing, to, you're constantly moving both joysticks, you know, and trying to get. I don't know if I was just concentrating too hard. I was like, this isn't, this isn't very fun, and I was not very accurate. Blah blah blah. So I got this is one of the this is the my favorite grip. It's the uh, uh, instant little five dollar grip that you can order from Walmart.com or whatever. Yes, it's so round good. and bubbly on the back. It leaves the opening. For the triggers, 
I do not like the grips that put triggers on top of it, even though they feel like a console or controller trigger. Like, not responsible. Having to push down on something that then pushes down on your trigger for you doesn't doesn't float my boat. Triggers you? It triggers me. Yes. So if you if you get this particular grip that leaves the trigger ports open, it's so much more responsive and it's comfortable. It feels yeah. like holding a controller. So I went through the entire game multiple times now um, using this. So when I beat the game, I probably had 18% of the trophies, maybe 19% of the trophies. Uh, and then today, um, in between cooking and doing a little bit of cleaning or whatever, just picking it up, <clears throat> knocking out a trophy here and there at Mission, um, I'm at about 35% done or whatever. Uh, I'm not down a lot. I don't think that I'm going to go for the platinum because it's uh, – uh, just the tip. Here you go. Um, it's a eight out of ten on PSN Trophies dot org. Yuck. It the time trials are difficult. Uh, the there's a couple random trophies. That's like one of them is you have to shoot. And then it's, I, I'm going off memory, so you know what I'm saying I'm sure I'll get fact checked if I'm wrong. But oh, yeah. you have to kill like four sets of enemies, like two at a time. I think that's the way it was. Or you have to kill eight enemies with four bullets. So, yeah, four sets of enemies, two at a time. And it's possible because I do it accidentally all the time. But from what the, uh, from what the, from what the, uh, the, the guide says, that the hitboxes are kind of all over the place. So in this particular level that it recommends you do this on, it, like it's not guaranteed that it's going to work. You're going to have to replay it several times, uh, uh, and then playing the game on veteran. The game's difficult at like off the bat, and I don't think it, I don't think it's overly difficult. But like, you have three difficulties: regular, hardened, and veteran. And even on regular, it says your skills going to be tested. It's not recruit. It's not like you're going to play through it. and It's just going to be like uh, you know super right, easy. Right. And I died several times. Just you, you kind of have to take cover. You need, sometimes you got to hang back, especially until you get the hang of the game. That trophy was kill eight enemies with four or fewer bullets. There you go. So you have to at least get <laughs> what? Yeah. So four headshots. Basically, two people at the same time. Basically, um, and I've done it accidentally a few times, like getting a double here and there, but it's not. It's you're not gonna. It's not. That takes some precision. <laughs> yeah, and again, using a grip makes that easier. It makes holding it easier. Makes aiming everything much easier. Um, and so, I don't know that I'm gonna go for the platinum between between the veteran run, the time trials, and then that trophy uh, from uh, PSN profiles. Or not PSN profiles. PlayStationTrophies.org. It says this is the hardest Call of Duty next to World at War. Got a question in the chat says from Raiden XP. Uh-huh. Would being able to plat a game affect your opinion of a game? Um and well, before you say that, he also said he found a Call of Duty declassified cartridge in a parking lot of a target. That's awesome. You should play that game. Um <laughs> I will I would say no at this point in life, but it did affect my opinion of um World at War, because it was so effing hard. Uh, I don't necessarily know that it's trying to platinum that game is what made me change my opinion of it. I think it was once I was trying to go for the harder difficulties to get those trophies and achievements that I learned that the game design was flawed. 
infinite, you know what I'm saying? Like spawns, monster closets, and then infinite grenade spawns. So, yes and no. In general, if a game's too hard and I can't get the platinum, if I enjoyed myself, I enjoyed myself, you know? Uh, it would I would just refer to it as man I really love that game but getting that platinum sucked penis. Um, whereas with World at War, once I turned it on to the harder difficulties, I learned that that game actually the the actual design choices in the game sucked. Like that sucked penis. That'll ruin a game. That that <laughs> ruined it. And so my opinion of World at War has always been tainted because I even walked away from playing Call of Duty for a while. That game had me so so ill. Mm. Hmm. <coughs> and I just had monster <coughs> get down the wrong hole. That's what she said. Um. <laughs> uh, um God. Hang on, I'm almost done. So I played a little bit of Minecraft with my kids. Uh, my kids all of a sudden want to try to get you know the platinum on PS4. So we played a little bit of Minecraft. I actually, during dance the other night, my son and I system linked Arvidas <laughs> and played Minecraft. Um, ow, that really hurt. <coughs> Goodness. Uh, I got a free code for Deformers. Um, yesterday morning, uh, Jared, friend of the show, posted in our group that, uh, like Slick Deals or something, had if you went and used Deformers game or whatever as the promo code, you could, if you're a Power Rewards member, you could get the game for free. I did it. Got the game for free. Uh, it came out, I think, today for everyone and yesterday or day before for uh, you know what I'm saying pro members or whatever so I fired it up today uh, my kids have watched a let's play on, on on YouTube so they were super excited they're like oh we gotta play this game this game was awesome and then the servers were messed up and like a little note popped up that uh, Ready at Dawn was uh, looking into seeing why the server matchmaking servers were broken so that sucked <laughs> I didn't get to I didn't get to play it are they trying to make it the prettiest servers they could it's, pr- it's a pretty game it's definitely pretty <laughs> Yeah, I told you it was a physics-based um, arena, you know what I'm saying, multiplayer game. It's so funny because one of the little quotes is, oh, they're so squishy. And literally, like, they focus a lot on the physics and then the movement of these little pudgy round ball deformer things. Yeah. So it's definitely pretty. Ready at Dawn, they you haven't... spent a lot of time on that engine. Oh, my gosh, dude. And it shows. Like... They could so easily be my favorite developer. Like, I love the order. I, I love the way it looked. I love the atmosphere. Um, I enjoyed the game. I know it's got its flaws, but like, holy crap, you do another one and expand on it and fix the areas you went wrong, that could be such a good game. Um, I like the uh, Chains of Olympus, the God of War game they made for the PSP, which I had on PSP and I have on Vita. Um, I would love to see those guys take on maybe not I'd love to see them do the order again, you know, but like to take on one of my favorite franchises, you know, or something in the whole like this more horror cuz like they 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 nail atmosphere and they nail like graphics. God, I would love to see those guys do something that's just gritty and horror based. Didn't they do it until dawn? No, uh-uh, that was super massive. Did what they- was that game we were talking about earlier? Legacy of Kane. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. So I, I hope, like I said in the truck the other day, I hope they get another shot at the order. I hope we hear that the order two is coming and they have time to fix the the issues the game had. But man, 
Like they make like I was just looking at deformers. Just like I, I did my little created deformer guy, and I did. I kind of went through all the menus, and just everything was so so sharp and so so crisp. I was like, ah, these guys. How's the gameplay? I don't know. The matchmaking was off. It's online only, so if your servers are broken, then your game doesn't work. So they get two thumbs down for that suck fest. Um, mm. But I also played the first chapter of Telltale's Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I'll be reviewing that for ProvenGamer.com. My review actually will probably be up close to the time the show posts. Um, that's my goal anyways. Uh, but it's really good. It's uh, it's not quite Tales from Borderlands, but it's in the same vein. Yeah. And it, it may, when I was done playing it, I was like, man, I want to go watch that movie now. Is it on Netflix? Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Hmm. Not that I've seen. Mm. Don't I don't Cause I want to watch it before the next one because I keep seeing trailers in the new one. And I'm like, that actually looks really cool. It, it's not. It's not one. a bad movie. Like I, I, did, I had zero knowledge of the Guardians before that movie. Watched the movie and I enjoyed it. Uh, Chris Pratt's really good in it. Batista does fantastic as Drax. Um, it's 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 it's. I like his character a lot because he's very literal and very. As a matter of fact, so he says a lot of things. And they're very dry, and they're very like he totally misses the point. And there's a there's a, a, a like a line in the movie where they says this, it's nothing. It went over your head. He goes, "That's impossible. Nothing can go over my head because I would catch it." And it's just <laughs> dumb stuff like that. And uh, there's a part where Drax is getting kind of emotional, and he's like uh, talking about how he's really glad that they're all friends. He goes, I- "I'm very glad to have you guys as my friends." Even the Green Whore talking about the other chick in their team or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, watch it." But it's like. You know, I don't know, it was good. Guardians of the Galaxy is one of the better Marvel movies, in my opinion. Uh, and that says a lot coming from someone who has... I've loved Marvel my whole life and never really dabbled with them. But uh, playing the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale, what sucks is I already heard, like, Game Informer's review of the... of, of Or not their official review, but they had... It's a bag of butts. They had guys who played it on the podcast, and they didn't like it. They're you could tell they're very tired of tell- Telltale's formula, and <laughs> I could relate. But like, when was the last Telltale game you played, though? I mean, you play one, you play them all. You're not wrong. Not, not <laughs> wrong at all. I mean, come but on, like, man. are you tired of it because you're tired of seeing it? Are you tired of it because you've actually played? I'm tired them? of the engine. I'm tired of the idea of like press. In Game Informer, they explained it perfectly, right? Like you press this one button d- during this quick time event. That was shoot su- this they were super dramatic. That is not like, the way that game plays. But that happens a lot in Telltale games. And that it's, it's super like non immersive. I played and, all of them. It is extremely immersive, and the storytelling is fantastic. It's, they're not. They're not all great. I mean, like the Batman one looks good. Walking Dead one was was kind of boring. Like which one? Well, both of them. I played them both. I played like them out of order. And See, then, I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. There's nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if it didn't, if it didn't grab you, can't you go from games like Horizon and Bloodborne to playing Telltale and like expect for it to be this. I can because they're not the same. They're I not can, even I can't, close. Though. I'm just saying, my, based on my opinion, like yeah, yeah. Like I love Telltale games. I love their storytelling. I love their style. Like this one is more stylish than the last one. Batman was more stylish than the ones before. Like I'm reviewing uh, The Walking Dead. And the, here we are. Technically, this is the fourth Walking Dead season we got from Telltale. And it's not the strongest one yet. Like, by far, it's definitely not. The first one hit a home run. 
I played it as it came out, and I thought it was freaking fantastic. But I had never experienced anything like that before. I had played Jurassic Park from Telltale, and that sucked. I played. I watched you play some of that. that oh was, yeah, when I tried trash. to get back, and play, oh that was trash. terrible. It was awful. The game plays like dump. It was not fun. It was way, way, way um, more complicated than their newer stuff is. And I know people complain that their stuff's not complex enough, but like. If you go into their games with the mindset, this is not a horizon. This is almost, it's a visual novel. You know, you're, you're, you're almost watching a show. I like, I haven't played the first Walking Dead. It's the best one in my opinion. I haven't played it yet. Love Res, uh, Resident Evil. Hey, no. go for it. Say it again. <laughs> it's zombies. Mm. Say it again. Mm. Walking Dead. I like the season two one of Walking Dead. Season two really was, was fine. I beat it twice. Probably when I get another Xbox one, I'm going to beat it since I just got it. Or since we just got it for free and yeah. the first one, getting three soon. Whenever it's fully released, yeah, that's and that's and definitely the best way to play them. Tales, amazing. Tales on Borderlands was so freaking good. You need to play that one. You would enjoy that one. Probably not. You probably would, but if you don't want to enjoy three. something, then you won't. If you go into it like that thing was funny. That, do you like Borderlands at all? Yeah, I like Borderlands. See, I don't. And I loved it. Like, I didn't have any real affinity for Borderlands. And I went into it strictly for the Trophy War. And I went out. Achievement War. (laughs) Whenever I was done with it, I was like, dude, that was so freaking good. Like, that was so funny. That one is. Tales from Borderlands is probably my favorite Telltale game. I don't know. Batman. Telltale. uh, Borderlands and Batman are really close. Batman was really good. You like Wolf Among Us, too, right? Like, I liked it. Like, a lot of people like really like that one. It was really, really good. My thing about that, though, I hate developers that have great storytelling but just can't do enough with their game. You know, like that bugs me. But that's their like, and you mentioned thing. I know, but you mentioned Ready at Dawn. Like that engine is fantastic. They just they're like you said the order. You enjoyed it. I enjoyed my playthrough of the order. But like there were just things about the order that were missing. Like unanimous across the board, everyone. Everyone agrees. Like, there's just things about this game that are missing, you know? Like, it wasn't long enough. The gameplay wasn't quite as good. The boss battles, you know. I mean, I don't want to rehash it again. But, like, my thing is, like, there could be more. And, like, I don't know. Like, I've said this before a hundred times. Like, I couldn't imagine what it what goes into actually developing a game. I'm sure it's way over our heads. But, like, I do respect Telltale for, like, their storytelling and, like, the idea that they'll they'll make something really interesting like a Batman, like their own take on Batman. I think it's great, you know? Uh, I just... That, that Batman was fantastic. Like, but it comes to a point, though, where I feel like sometimes maybe they're getting to this comfortable phase where it's like, okay, we're going to put out a game and we know people are going to buy it because they like our story and, you know, it's easy trophies and... Uh, I don't know. That's just how I feel, you know? Like... But what's wrong I'm not, with I'm not hating... I'm not... Like if that, hating on them, if that just, is for somebody, then what's wrong with that? I mean, you have a point there. Because like, I don't I, have a leg to stand on because I like Nintendo. and you <laughs> I buy every Telltale game. on. I, I own almost every single version on every... I really, really, really enjoy their stuff. Yep. And if they changed it, it, I personally don't know that I would... I don't know that I want the change. Like this one, like, okay, using Guardians as, a, as an example, there is way more... In the gameplay front, than The Walking Dead, yeah, 
like like using Game Informer example, they were like being so dramatic, and I I I believe them. I really like those particular personalities. Like when I think about a critic that I I take their you know I take their opinion you know what I'm saying very seriously, and I I, I side with it. Like J V Gwatley, I think that he I we see eye to eye on a lot of games. Um, same thing for Ben Hansen. I like both those dudes. When they were both hating on this one, I was like, oh, dang, I'm going home today to play this. I'm a little bummed because I definitely noticed in The Walking Dead Season 3 that there is less of the quick time, less of the player interaction, and it's more absorbing of the story. Yeah. But the story is really good. Yeah. So for me, it works, and I love that. Maybe for me, it's like the episodic approach. Like I feel like if they would take their time and make maybe like an open world game, that like allows mm. you to meet. Oh, I would hate that. Like multiple people, and you build your story based on that. But that's like, what makes that's what makes Telltale stand out, though. Like, oh yeah, I mean definitely. It's and and it's like uh, it's like I think Jeff Cork said that today, like or on the show today, like like that's that's their thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what they do, and people like it. You know, and oh, granted, now their release schedule sucks major balls. Like I'll never. Everything got better with it. <sighs> sort of. So episode one and two of The Walking Dead count in December. Yeah. And then we yeah, just got episode out. three, and then episode four also comes out this month. But we we got Guardians of the Galaxy in between them. Who knows when we're getting the next ones? Yeah. It no. kind of makes you wonder if like maybe Guardians is taking a hit because of them pushing out so fast. I don't know. It's there's multiple teams doing multiple games. Yeah. The thing the thing is this, like Resident Evil Revelations two did episodic better than anybody. They had their game. It was broken into episodes. It was cheap, too. It was a good it price. came out once a week. You had a week to play it up until that point. Then you it stopped, and it came out. I don't I don't think I have found an episodic game yet that I'll, I think is has done it well. Like, I didn't play Hitman yet, but when they released it in chunks, I just don't... I don't see the point, you huh. know? Like... I don't. You, you kind of forget about it sometimes. Like, oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. Now. Or, or now. it's like for me, if I didn't review these games for Proving Gamer, I wouldn't play them until they're done. I just buy the season pass, and wait for it to wait for it to build up. Um, I did that with Borderlands, uh, you know, uh, uh, Tales of Borderlands, um, Walking Dead season one and two. Uh, uh, Walking Dead the first season, I bought it as it came out, and I don't remember the release schedule because that was so many years ago. Uh, but I, their story was so freaking good. That it just like it sold me, and I'll try out everything to do, dude. Their Game of Thrones sucked. I hated Game of Thrones. It was a slog. I think even Game of Thrones fans hated Game of Thrones. Yeah, like <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know Game of Thrones story. You know, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Lots Incest. <laughs> people die. I've Dragon. heard enough. Ice people. My brother told me that this is my brother. Dragon sex. My brother told me he goes. Um. <laughs> He goes, I'm watching Game of Thrones, and I'm really digging it. I said, really? I heard it was pretty raunchy. He goes, yeah. He said, there was a, a scene on episode like three or four we just watched where two guys were going down on each other. And he goes, it was only about, or excuse me, he said they were serviced each other. He said, it was only about three seconds. But he said, but it felt like three hours. I was like, I mean, when I rewounded it, <laughs> it felt like. I was like, he goes, but if you can get past that, then you can, then it's a good show. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, if that's if if you're pitching this show to me and you got to say stuff like that, disclaimer. I'm, yeah, I'm like, I appreciate you for the heads up and I, but I don't have any background in Game of Thrones, and I 
thought that the Telltale treatment on Game of Thrones was not good. It just sucked. I didn't enjoy it. Um, and it was the long. In my opinion, it was the longest one out of all of them. Like it was. Was Peter Dinklage in it? Yes, actually. Well, his character was. I don't know that he was actually doing the voiceover for it. Yeah. Um, either way, I, I say all that to say this. Telltale's not perfect by any stretch, but I love their games, and I love the quality of their games. People are buying their, them. Their I mean. engines need work, even this new engine. Like, I noticed on this episode, there's a couple... It switches scenes, and there's a little bit of a chug, and then it goes on. Yeah. It's not as bad as what I've seen in the past. Mm. Like, the last episode of Batman, like, so sucks it freezes so bad um really? yeah the episode is really good the, the the quality the chugging and the frame rate could that run on vita probably i mean i think that because when i played walking dead season two on the vita it played like crap but rough. walking dead season two on ps3 play like crap too the thing is this is the vita is way way powerful enough to play the strongest thing telltale can throw at it it just depends on it if, sure. If they would spend the time to optimize it, <laughs> okay. Say, they need to optimize. I'll use I'll use this example. Hideo Kojima showed uh, Metal Gear Solid Four being played on the Vita when, when when the Vita was still the PSP two before it had been officially announced. I'm going back right now, listening to all those old episodes of Beyond, and I'm listening to when they were hyping like we've got getting this little bit of trinkles of information, and Sony's doing these little little uh, showcases showing that what's going to be the what eventually becomes the Vita and they had all these big name developers come out and show look at this Metal Gear Solid 4 runs smoothly on the Vita now all they did was they made a they took a slice of the game optimized it for the Vita and played it on there to show that it was powerful enough it's plenty powerful enough it just would they ever spend the time to dial everything in to make it run correctly no they don't even do that on PS4 and they quit putting Tales of games on the Vita because obviously there's no market for them there uh, I'd buy it, but that's probably I'm probably the only one. I would too, just for cheap platinum. <laughs> well, <clears throat> there's always that, you know. Uh, what I love about that, I've said this before on the show, the Telltale games is you play them the first your first playthrough, and then you go back and play them the second way. There's things change, things are different. Like the in, spoilers, the entire ending of Border, Tales from Borderlands is completely different depending on the choices you make in the game. Because in my first playthrough of Tales from the Borderlands, I had a certain party at the end of the game. We built the Megazord, and we got into it Power Ranger style, and did that whole fight scene. That fight scene was ridiculous. That was freaking fantastic. <laughs> okay, went back through it, made all the different decisions, like the, the drastically different ones. Had, like, had family members turn on each other. One dude tried to kill his own family. And at the end, we hired a mercenary because we had a boatload of money that we didn't have in the last one. It was Claptrap. <laughs> And you have an entire end sequence with Claptrap in the Megazord with you. And it's completely different than it would be, you know. I should have done the whole Claptrap. Ex- well, you have to play the whole game differently. Like, and that's the thing. Telltale's story is great, in my opinion. I like their stuff. Um, I feel like the episodic nature, I don't really care for it. It works, and I'm kind of used to it. So I don't know that I'd want them to get rid of it, you know. Maybe give me a whole six, eight-hour chunk of a game. I might like that better. Um, but the changing of decisions and the things that, that do add up that do matter in the end, I love that stuff. I love I love it. Right. I'm not completely opposed against episodic. You know, like the Hitman, the latest Hitman that came out was episodic. And I honestly kind of wish I would have bought it episodically. 
because you get one map and there's just so much to do in that one map. So like when you buy it as a whole, it's still great, but you're a little overwhelmed, you know, like I was playing the first mission uh, Paris. I kept playing it over and over again. Paris. So I wanted to try to like do everything, get everything. Yeah. But there is also like these four other levels staring me in the face. And I'm like, I kind of want to try these levels. So then I like, I tried the next one and then the next one. And I just kind of got sucked into it that way. You know, uh, final fantasy seven remake is going to be episodic. And that's going to be interesting, you know, because they haven't really. Yeah, I don't. It's I don't, been kind of under radar. Now. I don't know what you gain from that, you know. Like I get, Telltale's had that formula for so long now. That's just mm-hmm. what we know about them. Yeah. Again, I don't know that that's works or it's better. Or it's good, but like, I don't know. I don't know what you gain from episodic. I don't think Resident Evil Revelations Two gained anything from being episodic. Yeah. You know, because like like Tanner said, all I see is if you if you don't if you just buy the first season or the first episode, not season pass, nobody's going to come back to it. They're going to forget about it. And if you're going to put every episode out three months from now, you know, I, just, I, yeah, like, I just I would be I, for me personally, I'll be like, oh yeah, that finally came out. Uh, I can't play it right now because I got too many other games. My thing is like I I I wish that they had a set schedule, you know. Like, if it was every month or every two weeks or every other week, you know, if you did, I get the idea of leaving a little bit of time in between so that you have a chance to talk about it, you know, like what they call the water cooler effect or whatever. But, like, when you go three months here, one month here, two weeks, it just doesn't make any sense. And, like, I'll use an example. The cliffhanger at the end of episode two of the newest Walking Dead season was really good. Really good. I was like, oh, dang. I, I didn't see it coming. It was. I was like, here I am, four Walking Dead Telltale games into this thing. I should be conditioned to it. Totally. Did. I mean, I, even with the Guardians, I knew there was going to be a cliffhanger. Mm. The cliffhanger in Guardians is pretty funny. Is Duck alive? No. He's dead. <laughs> Spoilers, he died. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, um, but like the, I, I couldn't wait for episode three. Episode three ends, and they tried their hardest to leave a spoil, leave you, leave you cliffhanger, and it wasn't very good. And I, I said that in my review. The overall, the quality of the episode was good. You know, the story was good. The inevitable build up that they're that they're trying to you know what I'm saying show you it's it's good. But the cliffhanger was kind of like you're not going to beat your last one. I don't even know why you try. Um, the cliffhanger at the end of uh, Guardians episode. That's my one, wife tells me all the time. You know what? Hey. <laughs> um, my wife actually is sending me dirty text messages while we're over, while we're talking, so it's kind of distracting. So, and I'll be, <laughs> guys, I'll be right back. <laughs> T-Bird, what have you been playing? Uh, I don't remember. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> You're selling me. Uh, I beat near Autonomo. Ooh, beat it. one. How long did it oh. take you? <laughs> 13 hours? Okay. Because I was doing a bunch of side quests and trying to level up. Um, Very weird. Very weird game. Come from a guy that watches anime on the rig. <laughs> the anime I watch makes sense. This doesn't uh, okay, make sense yeah. so far. Gotcha. Well, you got to play Plus it three it times for it makes it sense. It makes sense, sort of, but at the same time, it's like, what? Speaking of anime, I, I saw a really funny video. It was like this chick in a grassy meadow, and her hat blows off. And her oh, friend, no. We don't need to talk about that one. I'll be right back. One of my kids is running around crazy. We don't her, need to talk about that one. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about? Yeah, it's, it's a, not bad. Her chick, her girlfriend turns into a jet plane <laughs> the hat was off and it's flying through the air she's like let me get it she jumps up like oh, no, michael jordan <laughs> she's like 30 feet in the air and then she just transforms into a jet 
<laughs> yeah, starts flying and the music that starts playing is fantastic yeah um do do a, go wide away <laughs> yeah no i don't like that at all i think it's a dumb concept <laughs> so stupid i love it oh look i'm a normal girl no i'm jet yeah and like that could be a, a, a topic in its own like no it doesn't do, serious anime versus like non-serious anime because like you know I, growing up when i started getting anime you know of course i was i was real big in the dragon ball and stuff but like Toonami had this weird like mixture of like you'd have Dragon Ball Z, which is kind of in its way like serious and goofy, but the goofiness is like tamed, like to an extent, like it's not way too overbearing, you know. But like I also what they also had Gundam Wing. And Gundam Wing is like this super serious anime, you know. So it was kind of cool to have that mixture. I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh, that was a that was a funny joke. But now like anime now is just getting really ridiculous. It's always been ridiculous. I mean, it's always been ridiculous, but, like, it's... The more we dis- discover this crazy things that are out there, like... I don't know. It's... I love it. Anime's weird. Yeah, it is. That's kind of our point. <laughs> <laughs> there's one... There's gonna be one about the, uh... Oh, no, I actually got one that can beat the jet... Jet girl thing. There's gonna be an anime about racehorses. Racehorses? Yeah, racehorses. But they're actual people. <laughs> with horse tails and horse ears. Yeah. Exactly. That's my... With Daryl's face is exactly what I was like. Why is this a thing? Hey, you know what? There's somebody out there who's, who's like, thank you, finally, they made an anime for me. So I don't know who this is supposed to be for. <laughs> or the jet-changing female. Well, the jet-changing female? Is that what I you don't said? know. Yeah, she just turns into... It's like, I'm going. Yeah. Fly, fly. Chosen one, I'm coming. <laughs> My people need me. Yeah, uh, be near. That's was a it was a pretty fun game. Combat's really really fun. Like really Bayonetta, smooth. fun or better? It's been it's been so long since I played Bayonetta. About on par. It's on par with Bayonetta. Yeah, so it's it's good, it's solid. Uh, I'm start I started the second playthrough. Haven't quite got that far into it yet. I noticed a difference immediately though, because to be the female character you play with first she can lock on to everything because she's a combat android the precursor, uh the part i'm playing as her partner now 9s the hacker android not to yeah, be the, <laughs> yeah, not, not to be <laughs> uh and he can't lock on unless it's a boss fight so it makes combat a little more annoying gotcha just because i have to keep like i keep missing swings and all that but he's like the chris redfield of the game no no he's not no. punching any boulders Two less he, inventory he, slots. And. He can hack things and make robots fight each other. That's close enough. But is is the game pretty much like the same thing the second time through, or is it? It from what I've played so far, it is literally like mission by mission. But you're doing the same thing, but you're doing it on his side of it. I mean, there's a part in the like almost towards the end of the game where he goes away and you're just on your own for a while, and then he comes back. So. This um, you get to see his side. See now that's some of the cutscenes. They add some stuff to the cutscenes. Gotcha. And some of the boss fights too. They like they'll, for some reason, like they go a little bit more in depth. Well, like what's making their, making them freak out. That's how uh, like Resident Evil scenarios were in the old games. Like you'd play basically the same game, but like Chris and Jill would go into different rooms, or they could get different. They could handle different things. Like he said, Chris had two less inventory slots, uh, and. And um, oh, yeah, actually, no, it's funny you say that. I just remembered 
Two B can actually carry two weapons. You can only carry one with them. Yep. See, that's how combat hacker. Yeah, yeah that's how. Um, yeah, it was like Jill had the lock pick, so she could pick. She could get into certain rooms that Chris couldn't. I want to say <laughs> Chris could just the punch master the doors of down. unlocking. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lock pick. What is this? What is this? What is it? So, yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I'm probably gonna hop back on that sometime this weekend. Hop back on that. No, I'm not hopping on that DR. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm gonna hop back on that one and try to beat it some more. Yes, you're that right. <laughs> and I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get through. I'm not like finish this story I'm on now and get to the third one, and then see where I'm at from there. You know, was this on your backlog? Yeah, that's on my backlog. Okay. Yeah, so it's technically done. Technically, technically, but I still got four more playthroughs. I, I actually heard you have to do five playthroughs instead of Ooh, four to officially beat it. To get the complete ending, mm. I think the one ending to rule them all. I think, and the ending is weird. How long does that take? That one, the first playthrough took me thirteen hours. I think I'm pretty sure I can go through this one quicker because everything is like scaled to your level. Because when I beat the game, I was level 34. No, 32. And then, like, I gained two levels in the first mission. So I'm going to like, keep leveling up pretty fast. So I don't have to do as much side quest stuff. A word. Okay. So, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to shave a lot of time off from doing that. Cool. So, yeah. That's, um, well, I also played a little bit of Bloodborne just kind of. Just because. Just Comfort food. Yeah. I haven't played in a while. Kind Killed a couple bosses. I was like, "All right, I'm out. I still got it." Yeah, I can stab things. All right, let's go. I got. I put in blood. Uh, Bayonetta. When you, I really want to play that again. I put it in, but I didn't play it yet. Since it's on the PC, I might buy it on PC and just play it that way. The mods. Not getting the mods. The mods. No. You're gonna mod it. Come on. No. There's no way you wouldn't. No, no mods. No mods. No, what? I'm not no doing mods. mods of that game. <clears throat> Brothers, I have a confession. All it, all it's gonna be uh, is literally uh, got confession booth. I haven't played any games on my backlog. Oh, you're mm. off the show. At least he said he would be the first one to, to, to do it. After all that talk about me not failing the competition. <laughs> Is it a competition? Yes. It's, it's just like a moral code of ethics we've created. Well, here's the thing. You know, last <laughs> week we said we would uh, talk more about the punishment stuff this week. And we text a little bit about this. And I think we should leave the ultimately leave the final say up to the uh, community. <laughs> Are you realizing what you're saying? Yes, I am. Because here's here's the thing. I asked. I did a little research this week, and I text you guys some things, some ideas. <laughs> things I had. that won't kill you, but are funny. <laughs> um, but like this, this isn't a competition because we're all in this together. The idea is to encourage each other, and using the show like an AA group. Yeah, yeah, but but for games. Okay. And so, in using the show as a way to as an as an outlet and a goal week to week, I got to make it to the to Friday to talk about the games that I did or did not play. I have a perfect punishment for him. Oh God, he has to beat a Telltale game. <laughs> you started off the sentence with beat. I got really weird. <laughs> but uh, so, anyways, so he has to beat a Telltale game. I would say from this week forward, if you did not. Touch your backlog. Just, you, know, you, you don't have to beat a whole game in a week, but there needs to be some legit progress made. Uh, now, I did beat a game, so burn facial suck it. Um, 
if you didn't if you didn't touch your backlog and after you confess to the the brothers then your punishment will either be a hot pepper or or one of those questionable jelly beans that could be a punishment or it couldn't be well that's i think the "Mm, jelly strawberry or mm. i think the jelly beans is probably the best way to go Um, because the jelly bean, like you said, it, it's like a Russian roulette. You don't know. You might win, you might lose. So, and I don't have any this week or I would say we should just go ahead and start it, but I'll go buy some jelly beans for next week. We need to get the ones from Harry Potter because they're all like some weird flavors. There's Harry- no good, there's no good flavors. <laughs> Griff- weird. Griffin sack. <laughs> yeah. They're, um, boy, you know, y'all watch it. Snakes wiener. <laughs> I don't remember what they are. It's aggravating. Well, here's, here's what we need to do. We need to get a couple different types of these mystery jelly beans, and then maybe we'll let the we'll let the chat decide every week which one. Like so, you're off the hook this week, but let's next say week, you're that's next to. week. Oh, I, I mean, odds are Josh is going to be the first one up. Technically, I played like ten minutes of Final Fantasy 15 for coming over. Which doesn't really count. You didn't really do anything, but I can see where the well, effort was. What happened was. <laughs> I woke up with the intention of playing it, but I get a call from my dad saying he needed my help with something. So I went and helped him. By the time I got home, got settled and was going to play for about an hour or two, you texted us and was like, meet here at 8, 8.30, bless you. So I'm like, ah, well, I ain't really got time. So like, uh, while trying to play that game and work on the notes and get everything ready for tonight, I was like, you know what, I'm just screw this. So I turned it off. So I didn't really, really get the chance to do anything in the game. I tried all week. Did your character move on the screen? Yes. Counts. I drove. <laughs> I don't count. We, we got to have some standards here. We got to have some standards. Actually, what's sad is I was uh, starting. Am I starting? I think I'm like in the thick of chapter seven. And I start out where Gladius just left the party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're in the scene where you're in the car and you're driving as Noctis. And, like, I was trying to work on the notes and let the car just kind of drive itself. But you can't. You have to hold down the right trigger. So I was trying to find a way to finagle it to you let it drive while I worked on it. You can let it drive on autopilot. Well, I tried, but I couldn't figure out how to, like, you know, I didn't have the time to, like, figure out how to do it. So You literally go set, set a waypoint to where you want to go? Well, I tried, that, but it, I tried that, but it wouldn't let me for some reason. I mean, I know how to drive in the game, but. I don't know. That may have been a purpose. I don't remember. Yeah, it might have been. But either way, like, I just. I don't know. I suck. But other than that, though, and like I did play some Street Fighter this week, trying to get the gold rank because my I want to get the gold and stop playing ranked. And there was a couple times where I was like a hundred points away, and then would start losing, and then had to bounce back and start losing again. So I was like, I was getting frustrated. Like, so I tried to do that this week before starting on Final Fantasy. Is there a way for you to play against me in ranked? Like, can we can we boost it? Mm, I, yeah, I don't no. think that'll work. The only way I'd, we, that would probably work is if I got you up to ultra silver. Oh, so you couldn't play against me as a bronze. And then we'd have to play like when there's not a whole lot of activity online, like really early in the morning. Because like I, I like when it's you know five in the morning and I'm trying to play. You know, like all the that's when all the, like the Korean and Japanese players play. So and I don't I have it set for five four to five ping, so I'm not finding these people you know I'm finding people like closer to closer to home. Um, I mean it's possible it would just be 
Probably too aggravating to try. Yeah, it'd be too too tedious. Yeah, te- he's a deep. Either way, like that, I played that, and I really tried to get into Final Fantasy, but like I said, I wanted to get to gold before that. Before I knew it, it was like the week was over, and I was like, oh, man. It's kind of when you have a school project, <laughs> and it's like the day before. Like, I'll put it off. I'll, I'll do it the week of, the day of. <laughs> so, oh, crap. It's time to turn it in. Oh, God. <laughs> it's time to go to school. Um, I want to say something. Class says something in, in, the, uh, in the chat. Yes, I will platinum that visual novel, um, Code Realize. But I have to get number 50 out of the way first. Which I also told Joseph Priestley, friend of the show, uh, that I would start my platinum, I don't say platinum run, but my freaking progress into my platinum with Resident Evil 7 this weekend. So probably tomorrow night, I'll probably spend some time playing Resident Evil 7. I'm probably going to go through the game on easy uh, and clean up some of the random trophies tomorrow. I'm going to try to. And uh, get more familiar with the the, the map because it's been so long since I played it. Yeah, I got you. So. But other than video games, like I watched, um, there's a show on Netflix called 13 Reasons Why. Oh, I heard about it. And uh, is it is it good? Do, or do you like actually? It? A re- <laughs> I like how you worded that. Uh, it was actually a really good show. It's it's definitely like a suicide awareness. You know, the fuss that you'll hear it on the internet as soon as you look it up is the very graphic suicide scene at the very end of the season one. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. Everyone knows. You know, it starts off. You know, this girl killed herself, and she leaves these tapes for everyone that was involved to like. Yeah, you know, and it. Without spoiling it, like there is a ultimately a reason that, that set it off and the events that take place, you know, kind of build up to what would be a season two. Um, I've, I I actually thought the show was pretty decent, you know. Um, it's definitely a tearjerker, you know. It's definitely like yeah. very grounded in realism. Like I I was waiting for like a catch, you know, for some kind of conspiracy or something. It was really none of that. It was you Just know the Russians. <laughs> the Russians did it. No, like it was uh, very ground in realism and it's very like eye opening, you know. And um, and I read a bunch of stuff online that was like, oh, it glorified suicide. I'm like, in no way did I see that, you know. Like, but the scene, the suicide scene itself was very hard to watch. In fact, me and my wife had to fast forward it. She, how'd she, 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 how'd, she, how'd she kill herself? It's um, in the, the tub with uh, razors. So, I was like, she cuts herself pretty good. Yeah, but it shows like a lot, and she's—it's squeamish. It's a squeamish scene, you know. Like I, really uncomfortable even talking about it. But it's gotcha. sad because you follow the show, and it's like telling the backstory of this girl and what happened, and then like you see that scene, and then her parents find her, and it's just very hard to watch, you know. Yeah. But I thought the show was good. I think season two's, you know, could possibly lead up to like. You know, justice being served, and are they going to make another season? I mean, yeah, it, they, yeah, it's open for another season. Like they leave, they leave you with a lot of questions. So, um, <laughs> thirteen reasons why season two, fourteen reasons why. Yeah, like it's um, <laughs> no, it's thirteen and a half reasons. Yeah, but being someone with kids is probably going to be very hard to watch if you do decide to watch it. I probably wouldn't. So, um, I've heard a lot of people talk about it on different podcasts, and I mean, just the basic premise of it doesn't interest me. Yeah, uh, so I don't. I know. thought, like watching the trailer, I thought it was like this girl kills herself and her ghost is like following the guy. You know, like I thought it was very rooted in like 
the uh, um, what you call it? Ghost stories. Yeah, like I thought it was uh, paranormal, that kind of stuff, you know. And so I was really excited about it, and I started watching it. It was more realistic than I thought, like yeah. you know. But uh, you know, it's very eye-opening. Like I said, you know, like it. So if I get a random VHS tape in the mail, don't watch it. Well, that's probably the chick from the ring. But, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, same yeah, thing, right? You know, if you're into like dramas and stuff like that, like it's definitely worth a watch. But yeah. just be warned: the last episode does show something very graphic. I've actually been pulling out of a lot of dramatic television. I'm going through like a phase. It's depressing. Where, <laughs> it, it, it is, and that's oh, a very realistic show. Yeah, yeah like I just like I want. I watched some, my wife, her taste in television shows just makes me want to gag. And we watched <laughs> an episode of Scandal together the other night. And, like, that show was kind of interesting at first. But, like, I swear, once you watch the first episode, you've seen the, the next five seasons because it's all affairs and weird, awkward make-out slash sex scenes. Yeah. and everyone's just wrong to each other. And it's like, oh my God, this is so freaking tired. Like, I'm so sick of every drama on television is some sort of affair or some weird sex thing. And it's like, she watches this other show called, uh, oh, F me, I don't even remember. That's probably a better title. Oh, Game of Thrones. Catch or something like that. And it's like, it's a same, it's almost the same thing. Mm. Like, it's, different channel i'm like oh my god this is terrible and then we watched uh i say we watched it i'm i'm laying on the couch pretty tired i'm like i'm just ready to go to bed and gray's anatomy comes on afterwards and oh i just want to puke we made it like five minutes in the show i was like this is i was like this is garbage i'm going to bed like i just can't can't even white girl can't even um so i don't know i, I haven't been watching much tv i don't even watch walking dead anymore like they've just ruined that show, in my opinion. Um, I watched a lot, of, a little bit of wrestling. I only haven't watched a lot of wrestling. Occasionally, there's gyms out there that are really good. Like uh, I really enjoyed Stranger Things. That was pretty good. Season two's coming out on Halloween. Yeah, me and my wife have already like decided. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna binge watch it. Um, I Stranger watch that Stranger Things was really good. Really good. Um, the cast of Stranger Things are a bunch of pretentious <laughs> douchebags. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sad to hear. That's that. still like. It really says something because usually when I see stuff like that, I'm like, okay, I'm not supporting it anymore. But like, I like that show so much that like, I'm willing to overlook your ridiculous rant, you know? Like, I don't know. It's uh, that's their lane. But um, Stranger Things was good, and I liked it because it told a cool story that didn't have. It just wasn't drowning in tired, dramatic. You know, what I'm saying lame stuff. You know, what I'm saying like, I like I like mystery. I like sci-fi. I like mm-hmm. horror. You know. Um, I've been going back and watching a lot of old stuff. I've been going back through the Aliens movies, and I just watched a bunch of the Predator movies. Um, Stick around. Freaking Bad Moon, like the greatest werewolf movie ever made. Uh, I don't know. I I rented um, Assassin's Creed today. I watched like the first 35, 45 minutes of it. Is it it cringy? No, it's not bad. (laughs) It's got potential. I'm going to finish it, if not tonight, tomorrow sometime. Maybe tomorrow night. It's like the first, it really flies into getting to the animus and it kind of doesn't make any sense. And so I'm sitting here going, wow, you took that. I think Assassin's Creed would do better as a TV show. You're probably right. You're so they can, they can build it. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Um, 
it, it's not bad so far. I, I mean, there he's in the animus. He's killing stuff. He doesn't really know why yet. Like they haven't really explained miles. a lot. Um, I really think that the sh- just from what I've seen so far, the show would be better if it started off in the animus. They need to start if they he, were, if they were ever to do a show, it should be kind of how Assassin's Creed One started. Yeah, you just wake up and you're just like, okay, <laughs> yeah, like like in my opinion, just just from I've only seen like I said 35, 45 minutes of it, but. This show, this movie would already be better if it was an entire movie in the Animus. You didn't even know that the Animus existed until like the end of until the, movie. the very end. Yes, because yeah. already it just does. But their idea of the Animus is cool. You're in this like tentacle like arm thing, and they have to shove this little you know what I'm saying like Matrix like thing in your. In your I was gonna say Matrix. <laughs> it, it, it but like he's actually doing the moves yeah, in real life yeah. while he's in the Animus killing stuff, and that's kind of cool. But chicks like, what if I told you? Oh, okay, come on. Uh, red pill or blue? Oh god. Um, it's it's not <laughs> it's like, neither. It's not bad, <laughs> you know. Like, but it's already not what I want, you know. And I didn't go into it with high expectations. I'm not even the biggest Assassin's Creed fan, but during the first thirty minutes, I was already like, yeah, you're you're, you're you had a really good thing. If you keep it in the Assassins. Age, I think they're in the 1400s in this movie or something like that. Like, if you keep it in that, and you tell the story, you know, what I'm saying of the of the assassins fighting the Templars, you have got gold. At the very end, show the animus because you feel like you have to. Tricky just said it pretty good. New Assassins Creed like Arrow, but instead of flashbacks, it's outside the animus. Yeah, that's that's actually not bad. That's that's you know, Tricky. You don't say too many smart things, but that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's yeah, that, that's that's I haven't finished it yet, but that's where I'm at. So. Cool deal. Move on to uh, questions. Yeah, we can go ahead and knock the questions out. All right, we're gonna knock out some questions uh, from the Yay, community. The but first, we're gonna tell you about our sponsor, uh, Core. You go to CellularCoreGamer.com, and they have this neat little product called C4. Neuro. C4 Neuro. C4 Neuro. They Neuro. have multiple. C4 Neuro is a different thing. Yeah. Don't There's buy about that. 20 different kinds There's about of 20 C4. different types of C4. <laughs> C4 Neuro is what um, is. It's our stuff. I did a little research this week, just kind of dabbling in everything. Mm-hmm. And so um, we ha- C4 Neuro is a pre-workout aimed towards gamers. It's The idea is that it enhances your focus, makes you uh, run faster, jump higher, better games. Makes your schlong longer. I'm no. sure that I'm sure no, it does your vagina smaller. <laughs> From experience, it does not. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's you know each one serving is the equivalency of an energy drink. You know, it's it it's just good. We've tasted it. We like it. Tanner's taking those two a days. <laughs> if you use the code Luke twenty at checkout, you get twenty percent off. Or if you do the subscriptions, which they have a monthly, bi-monthly, and every six months uh, subscription, uh, you get twenty dollars off your first subscription. Uh, our code Luke Twenty does not work uh, um, for Cellucor's actual website. It only works for Cellucor Gamer. Okay. So if you go to Google and you type in Cellucor and you go to the, to the main Cellucor page and you go look at their protein, their duffel bags, they have they have a tire, they have everything. There's like five or six different pre workouts. There's a pre workout with a thermogenic. There's just regular pre workouts, whatever. Our, our promo code, I've tried it, does not work for that stuff. Our promo code only works for C4 Neuro at com. So, like 
Does Cellucor, Kali asked, does C4 Neuro make Call of Duty Ghost better? No, it's actually a physical impossibility to make it any better than it already is. <laughs> but C4 Neuro makes you better at Call of Duty Ghost. If you could find anyone playing online. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's loaded. Dude, no, you still go back to World of War and find Dude, people Dude, dear, dear, dear God. The <laughs> PS3 version, PS4 happened. version, like I, that's how I got my Platinum. I jumped right in with randoms. Like, there's always people playing um, Ghost. Now, that's Extinction Mode. I don't know about the multiplayer. So, I just want to preface it with that. Yeah. All right. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Yes. I was going to say, um, going back <laughs> to an old Call of Duty, if you play it now, there's hackers. That's all it is. Oh, uh, you know, it's funny. I played on, at least, I, this is back before Xbox One PS4 came out. I got back on modern warfare because i never played online because i didn't have xbox live at that time yeah guys would start the match to work behind our spawn point and just mow everyone down in the match yep it's not even fun unless you're good and i kill like half their team suck it um it's funny because i'm listening to old episodes of beyond and uh they're talking about like the hackers getting onto the scene of the call of duty games currently where i like episode 170 something yep yeah for the record, I went back and downloaded the first 10 episodes of Beyond before Colin was on and back when it was just uh, it was Roper and all those guys. It's good. It's funny. And then I've, li- I've downloaded from... I, I had start- We started listening around 300-ish. A little bit after 300. A little bit after, somewhere around no, in there. I don't remember. I, remember, it was, I think we, we started before 300. R- somewhere around 300, we started listening to Beyond. Because they're all drunk. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Whenever Max and Marty and all them took over, I made it for a few months and then just you know, just, just got out of there. So I went back and listened from 300 to like 175 or something like that, 170 something. Um, and then I recently went to 155, which is as far back as it goes on iTunes, somewhere around in there, and listened to the, all the episodes I missed. And now I've gone back and have am manually downloading the episodes off IGN's website to make it to the first 150, so I can yeah. so I can officially say I listened to all of the good episodes. Yeah, it's really funny that that that's back before they were super liberal, or they might have been liberal, but like. They were not near as PC. They well, made, there was a lot of gay jokes. There was a lot of racial jokes. Like yeah, they were yeah. real people. I mean, making, I, IGN used being to do funny. stuff like that. Like, and and whenever Roper and all those guys were on there, like you could definitely tell because they were the, they were the you know what I'm saying the the management at the time. I forget what they're actually like like the editor in chief and all that stuff. Like the, you could definitely tell they were. There's even a point on there where they give a shout out to the military. You know. Like it's it's so different. It IGN would never IGN would burn to the ground before they did that today. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's just so different the the dynamics of of of, ho- of, of hosts and personalities they had back then. Uh, so, anyways, Kali on our Facebook ask, can you? Wow, 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 wow! Question in the chat real fast. Okay, hit us. It says, what's your opinions on restricting restricting screenshots and video to extend the life of the game? Do you feel that might that that might be the norm seeing that people are going through games in like three days to finish. Here's an example of Persona Five. There's a certain point in the game where you cannot stream. You like, can't it's st- like the first I think it's like Yeah, I remember the day. First the couple June's hours or something like that. You can't stream on your PS4 at all. Yeah, that's completely blocked right now. Yeah, or right. it was, yeah. It's kinda like whenever you're playing like uh 
Ratchet and Clank, and you get to the cinematics, which is technically like scenes from the movie, they block it out. Yeah, same thing on that. Unless you're streaming it through yep. the Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, we can't show this. <laughs> I think it's dumb. It's very dumb. But in the same respect, I, now, I say this with the caveat, if Capcom did this with Resident Evil, I'd be pissed. Pitchforks and everything. But, it's like, if that's their baby and that's their game and they want to, you know what I'm saying, like... Uh, protect it. Protect the ending and the spoilers and blah, blah, blah. But the Persona 5 was like halfway through the game or something, right? right? Or you know, it's been out for months in Japan. Right, right, right. And like... I get it that there's spoilers are already out there, but... Yeah. It's it's their game. Yeah. I mean, technically, it's illegal to stream games anyways. Like... I heard somebody say that the other day on a, on a show. Like, technically, you're not supposed to be able to broadcast your gameplay and monetize it and blah, blah, blah. There's some kind of there's rules around that stuff. But I look at, like, the first thing I do when I haven't heard of a game. Checkmate Twitch. <laughs> well, the first thing I do when I haven't heard of a game is I go to, to Twitch or YouTube. Hmm. It's like, oh, what is this? <clears throat> gameplay. And I don't want to, you know, I want to see it being played. I don't like to sit back and watch it for hours, but like I want to see, I want to see what the game looks like, what it offers. So, you know, you've got free advertising in the best way when you have people like you know what I'm saying some Twitch streamers, people like us who have a handful or a group of people or fan base of any size, whatever, who they value your opinion and they see you playing a game and you say, "Hey, I like this. Mm-hmm. I like." I have never, ever, ever sat back and watched on YouTube or Twitch, like watch a game being played all the way through or watch all the cutscenes of one. It takes too much time. Well, none of that, but like, I like to experience things myself. I don't even, you know, like, like I've said to you guys before, I don't even really like other people's opinions of video games. Uh, I want to, because I want to make my own, you know? Like, I want to see, you know, I want to see it being played. I want to see what it looks like. And I want to hear people that I do kind of agree with on things, what they have to say about it. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm going to go make my own opinion anyways. So, I don't know. I don't see... I think they're being kind of silly about it. But in the same respect, I guess they can. Like, I don't know if it's legally they can or not. I don't know the ins and outs of that kind of stuff. But, I don't know. I think it's kind of silly. Yeah. I mean, I think so too, considering like... It's going to be hard to, to escape spoilers. And, you know, like, there's people out there already that are 100% in Breath of the Wild in, like, 40 hours. Like, you know, in the game, like, the first week it was out, somebody had already beaten the game in, like, record time, you know? Like, it, yeah. it just, it just, that happens, you know? Um, uh, so I, I don't agree with that at all. But, I mean, like you said, it's their game. It's, it's whatever. But I, my thing is, like, there's still going to be videos out there, you know? And, and, I feel like, you know, with a game like, especially with a game like Persona, like there's a pretty big following for Persona, but like, to be honest, I had never heard of the game until like maybe last year. Uh, Not sure how a game like that would escape me, but, you know, there's a pretty decent following for the game, and now that we have this new one out, everyone's talking about how incredible it is, and so it's, it's piqued my interest. So like, the one place I would like to go to see video, like, for right. it would be Twitch, and I can't, so... Yeah. Um, I've known about Persona for a long time. Uh, I think I probably heard about the first one, Persona 3. Um, I know Persona 4 was a PS2 game. Yeah, it was a PS2 game. And then, of course, like, that's like people, when they, people who champion the Vita, they champion Persona 4 Golden on the Vita. Because it's got a couple extra 
was it a couple extra months te- like yeah, chapters at the end months. of it um so if you look at any like top games to play on vita list you know percent of four goldens on there and um matter of fact the i want to say the one i heard the most about it about persona was like old beyond whenever they're talking about playing on the vita so but i, I think i was i heard about the first one was it ps1 or ps2 uh persona 3 I don't remember. PS2. Because the, those games have been around for like 20-something years. Because like, they're all the Shin Mikami Tensai yeah, yeah. Yin-Yang Bunghole stuff. Yin-Yang Twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't play that. I, I can't play so fast. Too big. I got Persona 4 Golden over there. And I often want to put it in to see what it's all about. But I just, it's just too big you, for me. I don't know. You might have trouble getting through the tutorial. The, what, the first six hours? <laughs> It's longer than four. It's supposed to be six hours in the new one. Jeez. Just because all the systems. So, Kalai on our Facebook asks, can you talk about your backlog prog- progress on every episode? Um, yes. I believe yes. That's, that's the plan. Uh, assuming... kind of did for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, assuming I don't fail at life and actually buckle down and play some of these games. What I'm going to do is every time I beat a game off my backlog, add a new one in its place. I actually thought of some games like after we after last episode. I thought of some games that should be on my list, but you know, I just you know in my mind there's like maybe eight to ten games, but like the more I think about it, there's probably more. And then there's games coming out that like I want to get my hands on. Persona Five, uh, Shadow of War. Yes. See, I have Mordor over there. I haven't I haven't touched it. It's really good. Would love it. Um, Works heads off. Disney Afternoon Collection just came out. 20 bucks. You get DuckTales 1 and 2. God, I hated those Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, and Chippendale Rangers 1 and 2. What's funny is that there was a picture of Tim Turry on uh, Twitter the other day, and he's like, turn around backwards with like a, like a backpack, and it's got like the Disney logos on there. And it says, I double dare you to go pick it up. And <laughs> I was like, ooh, Cap- old Capcom games? And I looked at it, I was like, no. I remember as a kid, Hating, hating DuckTales. I have I have the remaster on PS3. Shoot me in the face. It is even harder. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're pretty tough. But this apparently, All those games were tough. Chippendales was tough as yeah, balls, too. Apparently, there's a feature in this one, though, like a rewind, rewind feature. Rewind, yeah. yeah. So, it's kind of like the, uh, then they added the save feature in the Mega yep. Man collection, yep. which Tricky... He watched me stream it whenever it first came out, and he was giving me a hard time because I kept constantly saving. Yeah, and I was like, I've beaten these games without save. I know it's ahead of me. I'm saving it. Yeah, like that is my privilege as an American. So yeah, that's our goal. Talk about our backlogs. I know you want to hear about them backlogs. Uh, Mark on our Facebook asks, "When is your next community game night?" Uh, uh, never. <laughs> Let's go. We've discontinued it. Yeah. Let's shoot for mid-May. In May. I'm in May. That sounds like an anime. I, okay, end of. I, I can't do the end of May. We got stuff going on in the end of May. Um, Tanime, anime. Um, no, anime, what? <laughs> what? Uh, we'll come. We'll, we'll we'll put we'll come together and see what works for everybody. Uh, and my goal will be find a, a night that everyone can actually participate. Um, because obviously you know the community wants as many of us as possible, not just one of us, and. uh you know, stream it. You know, what I'm saying get a get a get a 
party chat going. You know what I'm saying? Do the thing. So. Yes. Sounds like a good idea, Derek. We'll, we'll shoot for mid-May, Mark. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, <laughs> Troy on our Facebook asks, is Jared the Remember the Loot publicist now? Yes. 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 We, yes. we just gave him admin privileges today, and he's already abusing him. Yes. Wait, he's not admin. He's a mod. He hasn't got that power yet. Oh, he has, okay. He yeah, hasn't yeah. got the power. Well, yet. I'm going to go ahead and put my vote in the hat that he becomes a full-blown admin. He's okay. got the touch. He can be president he of our page. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What that, I'm sure that's Pokemon, but no, I don't know. No, it's uh, old Transformers. Oh, yeah, wow. At the very end, whenever they get the little power core, yeah. oh. that plays that. You, like, you got the power. <laughs> you got the power. Well, so, Jared, I'd just like to say congratulations. This is huge. 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 Let me go ahead uh, and do that. Joseph Priestley asks, have you guys... Uh, I'm not, I don't think we already talked about this. Maybe I dreamed about it. I don't know. Uh, are you guys burnt out on collecting trophies? Do you feel that by playing other consoles, you are wasting time where you could be collecting trophies? And what games have the worst trophy or achievement lists? I want to let you go first because I'll get long-winded on this one. Um, <clears throat> burnout, maybe not so much because I don't really... I've never really played games for trophies. I mean, I have, but like, I, that's not like a goal of mine. Like every time I play games, you know, like uh, I just want to play the game to completion and beat it. Especially with us doing this backlog beatdown thing. Like, I don't have time to to get platinum trophies. Like, once I beat a game and I get the the, the ending, I want to move on. You know, until I at least get some of this this backlog uh, knocked out uh, before I think about that. In fact, I you know I started Life is Strange. I was going to get the plat for that. And it's a really easy plat, uh, and the game's you know somewhat interesting, but <clears throat> I I just I haven't like picked it up to finish it yet because I'm solely playing that game for trophies, um, and there's so many other games I want to play. So um, hardest trophy list, um, Metal Gear Solid Four when it first released had a stupidly hard trophy list. Uh, I can't remember what all entailed, but I knew it was like, like so, so penis. It was like trials and stuff. Like it was weird. It was, it was it was when like PlayStation first incorporated trophies, so they weren't really sure what they were doing. <laughs> it's <was> like <laughs> Kojima's like, I want to wreck some dicks. Yeah, uh, so that was pretty ridiculous. Uh, I hear a lot of people talking about Star Ocean being a horror trophy list. I, I guess because you had to play for like thousands of hours or something stupid like that. Um, so I. I don't know. I can't really think of any on top of my head right now. Well, what's that game? Vanquish? Vanquish has got yeah, a, hard, that, a hard platinum. Yeah. Because the, the, the trials on the end of it are pretty tough. You have to master all the trials. And then, uh, I, you know, I, I don't, so far, I haven't delved into it very far. But um, this Call of Duty I'm playing, the estimated trophy difficulty is 8 out of 10. So what I'm working on seems pretty difficult. We will do something the other day like nine out of tens. Um, Demon Souls is a nine point five, I believe, and Dark Souls one is a nine point two five. Yeah, Street Fighter Five. That's actually I think on a list now for like one of the hardest plats because yeah. the ridiculous survival mode that requires you to beat a hundred computer players in a row. Nice. Without 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 losing. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. Mortal Kombat. 10. That's a pretty tough one. You have to get like 
You have to do a bunch of crap with every character in the game. Oh, yeah. I don't remember exactly what it is, but... I almost got a trophy in that game for winning 10 ranked matches in a row. I, I won nine matches in a row twice. Like, almost back-to-back. And, like, my 10th match, I fought a guy that was, like, way lower ranked than me. I was like, oh, I got this. And that dude murdered me. It's like, had to be a Smurf account. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what a Smurf account is. It's like a little a, blue person? Yeah, yeah. They're really good at fighting games, apparently. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's like when a really good player makes like a new account and beats up on like scrubs. Yeah. Uh, this case, that was me. Yeah. I beat up by Using PSN profiles, the um, platinum for the Call of Duty I'm playing, Black Ops Declassified, it's 3.26 ultra rare on PSN profiles. And if you look on the actual PlayStation Network, it's 0.2 ultra rare. <laughs> so. Yeah. That one, that's the one I'm working on right now. And so, uh, so far, I've gotten some of the very rare trophies. I got a, uh, I got one that's an eight, one that's a seven, and one that's a nine. So I haven't got any of the ultra rare stuff, but I got some very rare stuff. So. Gotcha. Well, for me, make sure I'm going to say what I'm going to say right. Yes, I do get burned out in collecting trophies, especially if I'm going for a really hard game. Like when I when I went to go do Dark Souls three, it wasn't necessarily hard. It just took thirteen hours to get one trophy. Ugh. Because I was too high of a level to like get summoned in other people's worlds to help them beat other bosses. Or no, beat invaders. So I had to sit there, increase my luck skill for all that time. And yeah, I eventually got it. So the game punished you for being good? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, no con- playing other consoles is not a waste of time for me. Just because it gives you a different change of pace. If you, if I say for my PS4 as an example, I play mainly just single player story driven games Xbox it was always multiplayer games like Destiny or Call of Duty or whatever just I gotta do those just to kill time if I didn't feel like if I wanted to like watch TV or something I would just pop on Destiny and just do a bunch of strikes over and over again until I got tired of doing that never got anything good but (laughs) but yeah Um, oh and the worst trophy list was definitely Demon's Souls Demon Souls. Demon yeah. Souls for sure. So I, I want to find that real quick. Just because like... Oh, here it is. Easy enough. Because some of these things were like... Very specific of what you're supposed to be doing. Like, okay, first you got all the bosses. And you got the... Well, not all the bosses. Some bosses. Some miracles, rings, spells, all that. All the unique weapons. Which means you have to get the boss souls multiple times to get different weapons. So, Yay. But some of these things, you have to, like, oh, where is it? Yeah, upgrading all the weapons. You have to get each different type of stone to upgrade a different type of weapon. Some of those, you have to be at a, your, like, your overall world thing had to be, like, a dark, and you had to be, like, a light tone or whatever, just to get this one NPC to show up and kill them to get the material. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so Every level has like that. <laughs> so like, you use the guide. <laughs> no. Dude, like, if you do one bad thing, if you like, if you kill a good NPC, then you're automatically like a Dark Soul. 
and that's it. It's really hard to get back from that unless you go beat a boss. So it's not like a fable. You can't just eat like tofu to be a good soul and kill chickens, no. eat chicken, live chickens to be a bad soul. Unfortunately, no. Can you have can you have sex in Demon Souls? Um. Yes, the boss bends you over. And All right. So, <laughs> have I ever been burnt out on collecting trophies or achievements? Negative. I've been collecting since 2005 or six, whenever the 360 came out. Um, I had a profile that was around 11 or 12,000, get corrupted, depleted, started over. I meant like 71 or 72,000 points on Xbox. Trophy wise, I am sitting pretty. I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. At 5,248 trophies, 49 platinums. I'm a level 25. Um, I do not get tired of that. I enjoy it. It keeps uh, it keeps me going. You know, when I'm playing a game that drops trophies, I like a good pace to it. I don't want to play for 13 hours for one trophy. Um, but I also don't really care to get all my trophies in one sitting. You know, like I like a good pace. Every now and again, it's good to bleed some trophies and get you know get that get a good pop. I got about 10 or 15 trophies today. Yeah. Um, but I like something that kind of. I like when a trophy list is paced out, whereas you're playing the game, you're going to, you know, get a lot of things organically. Um, but I just, I enjoy it. There's something uh, very gratifying and very satisfying about trophies and achievements. Uh, and I love playing games to beat them. Like, I'm, there's so many games that I have played and beaten and gotten next to nothing. Yeah, I was looking at my achievement list. World at War. I beat the game, and I got like 145 points for that game. I think it was Devil May Cry 4. I beat the game. You get five points. You beat the whole game, you get a five-point achievement. Oh. Devil May Cry 4? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. That was yeah. a bad trophy list. I was yeah. really upset that. that. was a terrible trophy list. That one, all the trophies were in the uh, the little levels of hell thing or whatever mm-hmm. they did. All the trials. The, the trials bullcrap. I hate stuff like that. Um, so, I... You know, like I love Resident Evil, favorite franchise, but I don't like their trophy lists because there's so many where you have to play the whole game a certain way to get this one trophy. Like Resident Evil HD Remake, freaking beat the whole game with just a knife. The game's hard as balls. Like I don't want to do a knife run. And no one wants to fight Tyrant with a Tyrant or the Snake. Yeah, yarn them or whatever. God. Anyways, like Resident Evil Seven has. A trophy for playing through the whole game with only opening your chest three times. I open my chest sometimes three times in one sitting. You know, um, using a certain amount of like health items and stuff. I hate crap like that. Like I said before, I don't even really want to go through this trophy list because it's not going to be fun. Mm. But uh, you know, I digress. Yeah. Quick, quick note. I was wrong about the difficulties for Demon Souls and Dark Souls. It's an eight and a seven point five. Oh well, close enough. So. Well, either way, um, so have I ever been burnt out or do I get burnt out? No, I've never experienced burnout. Uh, everyone around me has experienced burnout, but I'm like, trophies and achievements, trophies and achievements, this is great. Uh, do I feel like playing other consoles is a waste of time when I could be collecting trophies and achievements? Absolutely. And I get pushback on this show and outside of the show from you guys all the time. Uh, I will play PlayStation three four and vita i will play xbox 360 xbox one anything outside of that i'm not touching it uh i don't touch i actually sold all my retro consoles this year 
Uh, I don't play my PSP games on my Vita. Uh, I haven't even really been finished going back through old playthroughs of Resident Evil 2 like I used to. Just because time is limited. And if I'm going to be playing games, I have so many that have trophies and achievements. I have decided, and I personally enjoy it better, to play games like that than I do something that's... If I'm just playing a game for the sake of playing it, sure. That's what you're... I mean, that's essentially what you're doing. Because trophies don't really... They don't do anything. They do something for me. Make you feel good? Yes. Feel warm and fuzzy? Isn't that the whole point of playing games? They're fun. No, no. Isn't that the whole... No, the supposed, point? they're supposed to be grueling and annoying, but you gotta love it. Well, the thing I love about them is like they add so much extra to the game. Like, I've beaten more games than most people I know. Like, I mean, I'm, I bet if we sat here and wrote a list, I've, I've beaten ridiculous amount of games. Um, and there's some games that I used to go back before we had trophies and achievements, and now we. We we make we make dumb rules. Even my son, me and my son, make dumb rules on how we play games. We're playing wrestling right now, right? Two K sixteen. Before we play a match, we'll say, "All right, what are the stipulations?" It's not about winning the match. It's about okay. Well, you have to do your finisher, put somebody through a table, and knock them off a ladder before you're allowed to pin. You know, Cray and I used to do that stuff all the time. We've always added these other things to make the game fun. Because once you beat the game, well, you can go back to it and beat it again if you want. But look at Twitch streamers. Resident Evil Twitch streamers. They do the knife playthroughs. The the Dark Souls the Soul streamers. They play with no no armor. They do full playthroughs watched, with no weapons. I've watched a couple of streams like that, dude. Like every one is like whatever weapon you see, you have to pick up and use it. Like, okay. No matter what. Yeah, well there you go. And it's so it's like we're always trying to come up with new new reasons to play through and, and it's fun and it's enjoyable. And that's all trophies and achievements are. You know, it's their little extra tacked on, you know what I'm saying, objectives or stipulations. Some of them are fun, some of them suck. And then some of it's just like, oh, you beat the game, you know what I'm saying? Boom, here's your reward. Here's your reward for beating the maps. Oh, what's that? Kill 100 people with this weapon. Kill 50 people with this weapon. You might not ever pick this weapon up. You might never use this weapon. I did, I, I got a trophy earlier for um, on uh, Black Ops for killing 15 guys in this one particular level with the RPG. I beat the game and never even saw the RPG in this particular level. I had to go look for it. And the way that the enemies are coming at you, it's like you kind of like take cover on this one side of the map, and I never explored to the other side. There's no collectible, so I had nothing to look for. But there's a trophy that said play through this level and kill 15 guys with rocket launchers. It took me three or four times of playing through it to, to get it. you know. And it was cool. I, I thought that was... That was awesome, you know? And I didn't spend more than 10 minutes each playthrough in the in the map. Um, and I was, that's a, that is a definition, that is a, the purest form of why I love those things. Because would I ever sit back and play that particular level on Call of Duty, on the Vita, you know what I'm saying? Seeking out the rocket launcher to kill a certain amount of guys just for fun? Probably not. But it gave me a reason to do that, and it gave me a trophy for doing it. And I, I love it. And I'll, I'll never... To me, that is one of the most that is one of the biggest staples in modern gaming, is that trophy and achievement system. And I'll never go back. Like that's to me, that's too big a step forward to ever go back. Same same thing for like HD gaming. I would never want to go back to putting a box tube TV up, 
you know, CRT TV or whatever and plug in my little AV or my RF adapter. I don't want to go back to that. That to me, that's, it was cool for what it was back in the day. HDMI from now on. What if you plug that into an HDTV? Like I do. Does it do anything? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. It's just we've made progress. There's no point in going back. They're, like we have cell phones. I don't want a landline. You know what I'm saying? We have, like, we have touchscreen text messages on here. Pops up on the keyboard. I don't want to go back to a slider phone where I have to use a regular click the button three times to get the letter I want to send a text message. I would hope if you have a slider one, it wouldn't do that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we have made it f- so much farther. And my, for me. There's there's no reason to go back. It's better now, and it's getting better. So, I, I used to be the guy who, when a new system came out, I never even played my old one. Like when SNES and Genesis came out, I didn't touch my NES. It was done. When I got my, could P- you also do with put the NES games in the Super NES? No, no. Okay. But well, like whenever I got my PlayStation One, I was completely done with my Genesis. When I got my Dreamcast. I was done. I, I was always the guy who never, ever went back for multiple reasons. The graphics always got better. The games were always cooler and bigger. And the controls were always better. You know? but the progression was always so much more enticing to me. It's, it's really this generation is the only time I've gone back. Like, I play PS3 and PS4, you know what I'm saying, tangentially, just because there's so many trophies to get. You know, so many games to, that I didn't finish, that I didn't play, so... Um. Anyways, I said I'll get long winded. That's that's a very hot topic for me. <laughs> By the way, I uh, I found some HD AV cables for a PS3. In my room. You want them? Sure. We might need them one day. Yeah. Uh, Derek asks in our Facebook group uh, feelings on digital downloading. Has it completely killed the midnight release? Some of my best memories around gaming and friends was the midnight releases. Uh, I like the convenience of digital, but it'd be cool to go to another release sometime if they still have them. Maybe partner with a local GameStop and do a podcast live in or out the store. That sounds like an insane idea. I like it. I'm not sure if you could do that anymore because GameStop's gotten really corporate lately. It's like they won't even... Yeah, I'm almost going out of business. Yeah. Um, But that's a whole other story. Like we like if we tried to put cards at GameStop or something like they wouldn't wouldn't let us. Um, I'm well, sure ours would. When Andrew, yeah, Andrew would let us. He let he let us put flyers on on the door and stuff too. But he got fired. So I was gonna say like, yeah, I'm sure they'll let you do it, but like you probably shouldn't. I don't know. I mean, Andrew would, but it's like we played a metal show outside of a. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Um, and he also says thinking back to the Ninja Loot GameStop show. So, yeah, we, did some, uh, we did some fun stuff outside of GameStops. I'm not completely sold on digital. <laughs> like it's, I like downloading like indie digital because like, you know, you can find some indie physical like Shovel Knight and stuff like that. Limited Run Games puts Ooh. out physical copies of indie games, which is friggin' awesome. But I want to get that physical Hyperlight Drifter. Yes, which I heard there's not many made. Yeah, was it like nine thousand or something? Maybe. What if it was over nine thousand? It's impossible. <laughs> you um, haven't watched it. You can't do that. <laughs> was, dude, uh, Josh posted a picture of the walkthrough of his house and going to his backyard, and I was like, ooh, so much room for activities. Because he gets mad when I make that joke because I've never seen Step Brothers. <laughs> uh, look at you leeching off of other people's quotes. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just here to make the jokes where the jokes need to be made. Yep. Um, 
but yeah, I, I'm I'm still big on physical stuff. Uh, I do miss midnight releases, even though I don't really have time to go to them. Uh, They're always fun. Or the the effort or the energy, you know. Like plus, there there was a time where like a midnight release would hit, and the place would be packed. Now it's like Call they do of Duty, Gears, Gears of War. War, yeah. Resident Evil. Call of Duty yeah. Modern Warfare 2. Dude, Resident Evil 5 was a good right. one. Right, dude. Black Ops 2 was insane. I think I went to the West Columbia one. Yeah, you did. Dude, it was... Was that the one yeah. we played the show? Yeah, that's the one we played the show at. That was like two or 300 oh, okay. people. No, 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 no. It was... Modern Warfare 2 was a, the biggest one, I, I think. I think it would have been... I really said that one. That was a big one. That there was a big was, one. There was one. I, we were down by the... Uh, so we still at Dawn played it like the Modern Warfare 2 one. Yeah. Well, uh, was it Target? No. Wherever the old Target building used to be at, I think it was for Ghost. That line was all the way down to that building. I bet it was. Call of Duty Ghost is the best one. <laughs> yeah, until so they found out, oh my god, this multiplayer sucks. Who needs the multiplayer when you got Extinction, bruh? Nobody's yeah. playing that. Call of Duty Ghost, the biggest pre-orders and the, the biggest trade-ins. <laughs> Sign into it right now. Dare you. <laughs> no, because I don't want to put that on my system. But, uh, yeah, some... I'm all about that physical, though. I want you but guys to know that this is my last Remember Loot show. I'm starting a Call of Duty Ghost podcast. Be <laughs> <laughs> the only person on it. Uh, I like uh, digital or I like physical better than digital. I like digital for flash sales and things like that. I have a tendency of of accumulating a fair amount of both. Um, I've really been questioning a lot lately with just the nature of the consoles. What's the point of even having physical? Just because I get so frustrated when I want to jump between games and then I have to track down where in the house it's at. I know it's dumb. And to me, I, I even when I say it to myself, without even vocalizing, I'm like, that's so freaking lazy. And, and most of my stuff's over here now. But like, whenever this room was tall, tore apart and I was playing games out there, I'm like, ooh, I want to play Resident Evil. Oh, wait, it's upstairs. Oh, wait, yeah. Where's what I do with it? Because I don't have Resident Evil 7 digital yet. I just have it physical. I was like, well, dang, I got which drawer did I put it in? Which bin did I, which box did I put it in? Yeah. And then it was like, oh, a Horizon I bought digitally. And I, that's the first AAA title I've bought like that where I had the option to buy it physically at the same time. Um, usually I don't buy big AAA titles like that, uh, digital. And I was like, man, having Horizon on my console. Made it easy. Dude, it was, I'm not going to lie, it was sweet. And the thing that gets me is because nowadays the whole game download is on there anyways. That's what I do with my Xbox. Like, the majority of my games are on Xbox or digital because it didn't make sense to buy a physical if you have to download the game already on there. It it, it makes me crazy. It really does. Because it's like, what, literally, the only reason I'm putting this disc in is for a freaking unlock key. Yeah. It's stupid. Um, and they don't run any better on the console. Like, there's still load times. There's still frame drops. I mean, like, what's the point? There's literally... Uh, piracy is the, you know, obvious. It, it, it's very obvious that's why that we do it that way. Yeah. But um, I still like having my physical things, you know, and I still have mm-hmm. about 30, 40 PS4 games over there. I sold off a lot of my PS3 collection the past few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I've made me a big bin of games i said i'm never going back to you i know it so i sold i've probably sold in the past two or three months probably sold close to 100 ps3 games physical i've just kind of dwindled it down i've only got like two maybe three cubbies of them over there so we're going back to like midnight releases like you know i feel them there because there was like this uh 
It's kind of like when you know video stores were around, and it's like you yep. go to the video store with your friend, rent games, and y'all yep. stay up all night playing them and stuff. Like midnight releases was kind of like that because everyone would rush out to get the game, yep. go home, and then stay up all night playing like Call of Duty multiplayer or something. Uh, I kind of miss that, but you know, midnight releases are now are weird because like they're not really midnight releases; they're like nine to ten o'clock releases, and like, hey like, guys, come get it early, and then I have to wait till twelve to play. Uh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much, but I didn't know... But it, it makes sense for this day and age now since you have to have a two-hour or three-hour install depending on how fast your internet mm-hmm. is. Yeah, but like I didn't know that was a thing now, you know, because I hadn't been to one forever, but I remember when Horizon came out, I actually went up there on my lunch break to pick it up. I just hit the microphone. And, Party um, but I went up there on my lunch break to pick it up, and the guy was like, uh, yeah, we're actually... Because uh, I told him, I went up there to pay for it, and I was like, I'll come back up you know, later to get it or whatever, and he's like... Well, um, we're actually releasing it in like ten minutes. If you just want to hang out and get, it. because I was gonna pick it up the next day or whatever, and I was like, uh, yeah, sure, you know. Well, I mean, like now it's like the game doesn't unlock because you have the disc, so you know it's like you can't play it anyways. Could look at it. <laughs> well, and, that, that, and that's where like for people who pre-order, that's where the beauty of the digital console stuff is because. Like when I it's pre-installed, and yeah, ready it's to pre-installed. Go. That's Dude, what Horizon was on my console two days before. It, it, yeah, so that's nice seeing that little countdown going down. Like, oh. yeah, like when Resident Evil, I've done like the Resident Evil Zero and the HD remake and stuff like that. Like some of the uh, Resident Evil Five, because it it came out like a month early digitally than it did physically, which doesn't make any sense. It's, I don't know. Either way, it's probably I'm, easier to hit a go button. All right, digital's ready. We got to print yep, all this stuff. So out. I don't know, man. Like it's not my favorite, but. I'll, I'll do it. And then I, I get mad. Now, on the Xbox, when the internet's out, the freaking games don't work. It pisses me off. Like, Xbox Live was going in and out last month a few times. There was a couple of days where, like, neither one of them, you couldn't, couldn't play a freaking game on either one of them. Yeah, I was like, Jesus sucks. <laughs> because I've got that activated as my primary console. So all my digital content works. Mm. The one in the living room is activated as the primary console. Um, this one's not. So this one's technically still his primary console. So I've got Tanner's games on this one and my games on the other one. I mean, I got mine on there too, but like it didn't matter because it wasn't my primary. So, But for some reason, Minecraft still wouldn't work out there. Because it's probably... Well, no, you weren't linking it, mine out there. Oh, no, well, I own the game. I bought it. Yeah. So... Because originally you had it and we were using yours. Because that's another thing that drives me crazy is when, when I'm shared with you, I can't buy the game if you own it. It's just purchased. Even if it won't let me play it. Like, if you're not signed in, I can't play the games. But I can't purchase them either. Hmm, because so because we're, we're in, the inter- in the Xbox Live <laughs> anal somewhere. We're digitally married. So... Like there's so many games that you redeemed when with Xbox Live Gold that I couldn't uh, I couldn't redeem because we were you know what I'm saying sharing or whatever, and so and then like freaking now it's like I want to go back I want to go buy a Night Squad it wouldn't let me buy it because I was like oh my god yeah uh, I did that to all the free games this month too so uh, so now I can't get them yeah God dog it how could you Tanner well I think if I actually go on the <laughs> If I go website. on the website, I can do it, but yeah, I don't usually do yeah. stuff like that. I usually go on the. So. 
Last question from our community. Uh, Jared on our Facebook asks, the rumor is the SNES Classic is coming uh, this Christmas. I think it's safe to assume N64 Classic by Christmas of 2018. Uh, what 30 games would you like to see on the SNES Classic N64 Classic? And do you think a wrestling game would actually make it on the 64 Classic? Take it away because I haven't played that many games on those. Aside from Yoshi's Island, that's it. Hang on. Are we going to bridge this into... What, what, what's our time looking like? We are at an hour and 55 minutes. Here's what we do. We answer this question. We take our... Twat. This week's official topic. <laughs> or twat. <laughs> and we save it for next week. Since we got so long, long-winded with the comments. Because we'll be able to at least we could, we, well, plant the seed say, here. So we can save both for next week. No, we can go ahead and answer this one. Okay. So this will be our topic this week? This, this, this right here, this, this question will this be this twats. week's official topic. Right, Jared does it again. This week's official twat. <laughs> it's brought to you by our resident twat, Jared. But first, got to tell you about our uh, Amazon. Twat. Go to provinggamer.com. Amazon's a twat. <laughs> go to twat.com. No, don't. <laughs> God. <laughs> Go to ProvingGamer.com, click on the Amazon link, do all your shopping through us. It doesn't cost you any extra, but you do help the site out tremendously, whether you want to buy a SNES Classic when it comes out. I'll, Here, I'll, you can't. You can't. Just don't try. You know what? But if I'll, you want to buy any other any other cool thing, just go to ProvingGamer.com. You know what? You Somebody, I will give them $20 if somebody can sign on to Amazon through Proving Gamer and buy... Uh, NES Classic or a SNES Classic. If that when that day comes, if that I, I would love to, like the NES Classic was cool, but it didn't really like. And granted, I I grew up with NES, but Super Nintendo was like my thing. So like, I would really love to get my hands on this thing. But the problem is because of the scarcity of the NES Classic and what had happened and what transpired through that, these things are going to be sold out. People are going to be buying multiple, like. The, literally the minute it's it they probably won't let you pre-order because they didn't let you pre-order the nes classic now here it is but, right, yeah <laughs> the artificial scarcity is going to be there and because people are already so fired up about the nes classic which i have a story for hector friend of the show came up to me at work and said that he was because well, he saw our poll going which will continue until you know what i'm saying next week and you know We'll make sure we set aside the time we actually dig real deep into that. And Josh will be back, so you know he can he can feed into it too. You can have some of that conversation. Um, <clears throat> but he said that his mom saw the NES Classic, went on Amazon, and ordered it because she her husband wanted one. Thought that'd be neat. Oh, that was a lot of people did that. Three four weeks later, finally gets a notice that said not only did Amazon never replenish their stock because. I guess because of the back orders or whatever, but then it was discontinued, so they're not getting any more. He came up to me completely aside of everything else and told Tears me Tears in his eyes. <laughs> you know, and that just, like... Those mother effer. That just goes to show you right there the gold mine that will be missed with the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. They, it, did, it doesn't make any sense. I also heard something too that was like it was a temporary discontinuation. Well, I heard them. Okay, so I read that. I read that a few months ago that they were. The rumor was um, that they were going to discontinue the NES Classic mm. until the following year, until it's coming Christmas. Well, now the rumor is 
that's come this has come through Eurogamer that that is gonna be the SNES classic. I mean at this point only people that know are really Nintendo. But what's so frustrating is that regardless, because of the way they've handled this, well, there's no chance of us getting one. I mean, unless you just want to sleep outside of a building someday. <laughs> like Yeah. And I, and I told you guys this when we first, if you go back and listen to our episode where we first talked about the NES Classic, I said I'd, I'd get one. I think it's neat. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a Nintendo fan. Don't really care for half the games on there. It had Contra. It had HDMI. And like, I could plug and play. We could stream that. I told you, I told you guys I would love my kids to try some of those games. It's a novelty item. It looked neat. And it had you know, some modern applications being that it was HDMI. I thought it was awesome. But like, there has not been one in a store since I since it's come out that I've had access to. Now, I'm not sleeping outside for one. I'm not sitting outside a GameStop for one. I'm you know, Walmart, Target, whatever. But if I saw one on the shelf, if me and my wife went grocery shopping this weekend and I saw NES Classic on the shelf, sixty bucks, I'd be like, babe, we should totally get that. Kind of makes you wonder too. Like, are they stretching themselves thin? Because like, they just came out with a new console they're pushing for. They're coming out with like new accessories for the console already with the, the yeah. neon Joy Cons. They got Amiibos coming out. Like we're just now getting a Cloud and Bayonetta Amiibo mm-hmm. for Smash Four. What the heck? Like I listened to IGN's N- Nintendo voice chat recently, mm-hmm. and like uh, Jose Otero was that saying yeah. he was talking about how like ridiculous that was that like we had to wait so long for those Amiibos, you know? It, and people love Amiibos, even if it's just to spend a few bucks. Something like, else that sells kinda out. Kind of like yeah, kind of like know, you do on a on a pop. You know, yeah, eight yeah. to ten bucks. Okay, use, let's use that as a comparison. All right, Nintendo themselves don't make any of this stuff; they'd farm it out. Okay, so it's not like Nintendo Factory is is sitting there working their fingers to the bone, and they literally can't produce enough. Like, whenever P- Blu-ray disc printer guy can't keep up with production, guess what they do? They go to you and you, and they say, "Hey." I need 100,000 Blu-rays printed. Well, I can make 50,000 this month. I can make 50,000 this month. You just get two warehouses to do your stuff. Like, they're not making their own crap. They're farming this stuff out. So, it's not that they can't. It's that they won't. And in, like you said before, we all know Nintendo has the old money. They've got a mountain of money. Mm. They're not running out of money. They're also not interested in making money. You know, it's not like they can't afford it. And, you know, I would be willing to buy that they might be spreading themselves thin mm. if, in fact, they were making this stuff in-house, but they're not. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like, there's no logical explanation on why they do not keep up with the demand for their stuff unless, unless they, unless they don't want to. Yeah, unless there's something we just don't know, too. Like, maybe the... Maybe it's just costing them way too much money to make it compared to the price they were charging people to buy it. Well, okay. Yeah, maybe let's look at let's look at like let's take that at face value. When you make an iPhone, it's expensive to make a iPhone. Yeah. To make ten thousand iPhones, it's substantially less expensive. To make ten million iPhones, it's even more or even less expensive than that because the more you make, the cheaper things get. All right, so. Yeah, sure. This little plastic box with an emulator in it. There's no way in the world they're losing money on the box. I mean, it's just they're just not. But let's say, for conversation's sake, they were. 
which technically they're not, it's which they're not. <laughs> technically, they're using less plastic. It's I mean, smaller. You're, well, you're, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll even give you another example before we dig in that. Like people have emulators in Nintendo like NES cartridges with an adapter that you can plug your controller into that also plugs to your television. The NES cartridge houses the same emulators. They're on uh, let go and uh, offer up right now. Right. You know, like people are making these things in their garage. It's not like Nintendo can't or they won't. But and it's not like it costs more than their 60 bucks that they're making yeah. because literally if they've filled the supply that was out there, the demand, excuse me, if they supplied that demand, they would be getting this stuff so much cheaper because they'd be selling thousands and thousands and thousands more. Like, I've thought about this in depth. There's really no logical explanation for it other than Nintendo wants that artificial scarcity. Mm. But again... I I don't understand why because every Nintendo faithful wants their stuff. Yep. You know, like if you could go to the store right now and buy that NES Classic, I'm pretty convinced that you'd do it. I know NES isn't your jam as much as SNES, but let's just There's a lot of your games on that. Like but, but all those at, games on that list like I grew up playing. But like it, it, there's 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 really no bad list of SNES games, right? Like right. I printed out all of the the like 14 pages in tiny print. I left it at work. But I printed out all of the games that ever came out on the NES, SNES, all that stuff. I was printing out all of all of. Right. Because I wanted to go th- us all to go through and p- actually see how many of the actual games that came out that we, you know, ever played, you know. And so, but I for- I didn't I didn't bring it home. Not that we would have time to do it today anyways, but that was my plan. But if you took 30 games, all right, any 30 games, doesn't matter. Turtles and Time's going to be on that list. All right, boom! You've already sold me. Turtles in Time is, in my opinion, the best Super Nintendo game that ever came out. Uh, next to that would be Sunset Riders. Those are my two favorite SNES games. I loved those games. Um, but it, you put that in a box with a HDMI output and sixty mm-hmm. bucks, and you know, with a little 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 box that looks mm-hmm. just like the SNES. To me, as somebody who again is an avid non Nintendo supporter, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not rushing out to buy their stuff. I would buy that. Right. Uh, it'd be interesting to go back and do some research about how, like, you know, whenever Nintendo was making the jump into the Super Nintendo era, for a while there, they came out with those top loaders. Do you remember those? Mm-hmm. They were the smaller, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you had your, like, the NES Classics modeled after the original Nintendo. Yes. And you had the, there's smaller ones that were called top loaders where you literally put the game on top. They worked a lot better. The controls were, like, more rounded. Like, they were awesome. We yeah. went out and bought two of them. I have one that I got for like my fifth or sixth birthday, and then Jeff bought one, my uncle, and uh, we still have them. Like, but they didn't make a lot of them, and from what I hear, they're actually kind of collectors' items now. So I'm wondering if this is, you know, if Nintendo's model of like making a novelty item that's scarce has always been this way, or if it's like, you know, maybe it. Maybe it's always been this way, but just not as bad. Because, <laughs> well, like, this thing sold out so fast. Well, like, you, way faster than it should have. Well, they didn't allow you to pre-order it. Yeah. So, I mean, that was that was they, the telltale sign right there. When you couldn't pre-order this thing, you had to just chance mm-hmm. it. And, and vendors, and, I mean, like, no joke, people were on Twitter saying, okay, the SNS Classic came in. We have eight in our entire store. There's 20-something people outside. Yeah. You know, uh, using you know, examples of things people have told us. At least with the... 
the switch you know like it, it was out like they didn't make enough at launch and it sucks we get that but also like i think they just got them back in stock yeah just got them back in stock but you know according to what i'm hearing like they're pretty pretty well stocked now and people who own switches are enjoying them a yeah. lot you know other than other than zelda like just got a message from somebody that you probably wouldn't expect really likes their switch and you know and, and he even said aside from zelda I'm playing a ton of games on Switch that I'm really enjoying. And that's good to know, you know. Like, at least people are enjoying it. At least it's not like this god-awful invention that Nintendo's made. I don't think they've had a god-awful invention yet. Like, all jokes aside, like, the NES was was fine. I, I mean, as a, I just remember as a kid, like, I, I liked Contra and, and Narc and stuff like that. But I was never... I was never attached like I am to games now back then. Mm. But I had NES as far back as I can remember. Speaking of which, uh, was it Ben? What's, who's the host for Game Informer? Ben Hansen. Yeah. He said something about the 8-bit era was garbage. I'm like, my, I can't accept that. I mean. Like, there's too many good games. Oh, maybe for you, but I just, I don't uh, know, man. Like, nine. Like, I just did not, I didn't like it, you know. Like I said, as a kid, I just. I've told y'all and said on the show before. I didn't really into gaming hardcore until way later. Um, I didn't get my PS. Whenever I was in hardcore gaming, it was PS2. PS1 was when I got pretty serious about things, but um, I had, but we had everything. We've always had everything. We had an Atari. I don't know which one. We had an Atari when I was a kid, and my parents used to play freaking Pong in our on this big wooden TV with the dials on it, but. NES was fine. SNES, I remember being great. Like me and my brother played that a good bit. Um, Nintendo sixty four was awesome. I love the sixty four. Never touched it. Oh my gosh, dude! That was again like like Jared said about the wrestling games. That was to me that the Nintendo sixty four was Goldeneye, wrestling games, and um, thirty eight platforms. Uh, just that Mario one. That's the only one that we really liked. Um, no banjo. God no, I've I've never liked banjo. Banjo is phenomenal. Banjo was like I've played and beaten both multiple times, and like I'm really hard pressed to pick which one's better. I think banjo. Yeah. The first banjo is that good. I tried them. I, I don't like 3D platformers. Mario, Mario 64 being kind of the exception to the rule. I don't like 2D platformers. I love 3D platformers. Though. Yeah, I don't like, like 2D Ori platformers doesn't quite at all. do it. Ori and the Blind Forest yeah. didn't quite do it for me, but. When I get into the Xbox One, I think I'm going to pick up the Rare Replay yeah. and play some of those old games. Well, and moving forward, the Wii, the Wii, in my opinion, is probably the junkiest of all of Nintendo's uh, hardware, but it made sense for what they were going for. Yeah. There's a couple gems on there. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not knocking that, but like as far as like the quality of the hardware, it was just bad. I mean, like it could do a lot of things. It's very underused too. I, I had multiple Wii's. Um, it was good for Wii, uh, was Wii, Wii Fit, yeah, Wii, Wii Sports, Wii yeah, Wii Sports, Wii Fit, and Netflix. Well, see, I remember when the Wii came out, we got Red Steel, Resident Evil Four. No, no, excuse me, back this up. When my brother he got a Wii way before I could find one, he got one off somebody, I believe. But he had Red Steel and Resident Evil Four, so we played those on there. That was so neat. It was different. I'd never done anything like that, and I, you know, as far as the home console goes, goes. 
We got one. We had new Super Mario Brothers. Didn't care for it. We fit. Didn't care for it. We sports was fun. Of course, I was a youth pastor at the time, so it was kind of cool to have that. It's an easy party game. Yeah. Oh, man, it was great, you know, like the bowling and boxing and stuff like that. I remember my wife and I would play boxing all the time, and she would always beat me. I don't know how, but she would just do the sticks like this. I'm throwing punches. Yeah, um, it's a trick. Because my, uh, my stepdad is a wee fit. He, like, you know how you're supposed to make you run in it? Mm-hmm. He would just kind of like bounce. And it would and, work? Like, yeah, it would work really well. Huh. It was weird. He, he wasn't getting fit, though? No, he was. Huh? <laughs> he actually lost a lot of weight doing well, that. The wee not so fit. <laughs> the wee bounce. But, you know, uh, the wee U, I've only played and used a couple times. I didn't care for the way the pad felt. But I don't think it was crap. You know, I just, it felt kind of cheap, but I kind of regret not trying that console. Yeah, I mean, my one I want to play Bayonetta too. Really, yeah, really bad. Yeah, and I think I would like some of those other games like Pikmin. I play Pikmin on GameCube and liked it, but I never actually. I forgot it. about the GameCube. That's my favorite freaking console. Let's get right over it. One of my biggest issues with the Wii U, besides like the plethora of issues that I had, was like the fact that I love the fact that it was backwards compatible. Especially now, nowadays in this day and age where it's like, if you want a backwards compatible game, you're going to be paying for it. You know, like, oh, we're remastering this game that literally came out five years ago and you're going to pay 50, 40, 50 dollars for it, which is... I'm okay with it. <laughs> I mean... To <laughs> I, I keep doing it. So. Yeah. So that's why they're, they're doing it, you know. But I like the fact that it's backwards compatible, but I always hated the fact that, like, if you wanted to go back and play, like, Galaxies, like Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 on your Wii U, you had to use motion controls... And I felt so cheated going from, like, the Wii U pad, which I really thought was a really cool idea, um, which is why I really like the the direction they went with the Switch. It's like, you know, it's awesome, especially when you have a game where you can use the pad as your inventory system and all and your menu management. Uh, but, like, going back from that to your motion controls to play the game, just, I just felt so cheated, you know? Like, when I first got my Wii U, like, I wanted to get some of these Wii games because they were... They were getting cheaper, and I wanted to get my hands on them before, you know, they got too hard to find. And But I had to go out and get a... Uh, Nunchuck and a... Yeah, yeah, bag. and they were still really expensive. I hated those things. Yeah. 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 God, I hated those things. Especially when you had to turn the Wiimote sideways and use that bull crap. Especially when you had to, like, try to sink it. <laughs> so aggravating. Yeah, annoying. yeah, take the back off and then, you know, like, hit the little button was, inside the... Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just... I don't know. They, they, uh, getting kind of get back there, everything. The, Nintendo's made pretty good stuff over the years, for the most part. Their decision making has, in my opinion, always been questionable. And that's the nice way of putting it. Um, I've had every version DS, I believe, except for the DSi. So we had the, the old DSi, silver DSi. clamshell dual screen, the, the original DS. Had one of those because I got Resident Evil Deadly Silence on it. Had the I've had the 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 DS we have a DS light right now a couple of DS lights in the house. Um, every version 3DS except for the new. No, we have two new ones. We don't have the new XLs. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, but I had I had the XL before that. I don't know. Yeah. We've had we've had a we've had run the gambit of Nintendo products in this house. Except for the Wii U. It's the only thing Nintendo I've never owned. Well, now, uh, up Switch, until now, I don't have a Switch. And I, I can't. NES Classic. I ain't got that yet either. So. But, uh, let's see. 30 games? I can't name 30. I don't even know 30 SNES, games. Um, 
I think it was Super Mario World, obviously. Uh, Yoshi's Island, which yes. is the better one. Yoshi's Island. All-Stars. The Kirby? No, Super Mario All-Stars. They had all the Mario games. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean. That was the best one. Cheat. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so cheap. But yeah, definitely. The All-Stars plus Super Mario World, which was obviously all the Marios plus Super Mario World. I don't think I had that one. Yeah, um, I actually have that one. It's, it's kind of a hard game to find. I randomly got it from a buddy of mine. Wasn't it was. It's, was what Contra game was on there? Contra Three Alien Wars. Yeah, it's phenomenal. So, Super Mario All Stars plus Super Mario World, uh, Yoshi's Island, uh, Contra, Alien Wars, Super Castlevania Four, Mega Man X One, Two, and Three, Sunset Riders. That'd be a good one. Draw Pilgrim. Uh. That'd be so, such a random one because uh, you don't really hear much about that one. You know, it's it's like a hidden gem. But I don't know. Just, I, just I, the game of, game informer guys like that game a lot. Chrono so. Trigger, Final Fantasies, Super Mario RPG Legends Seven Stars. Which, by the way, Game Informer failed on that one when they were talking about their latest episode. It said Paper Mario. That wasn't on Super Nintendo. Dorks. RP, Super Mario RPG Legends of Seven Stars, which is arguably the best Mario RPG. Uh, no, I didn't like any of those games. Um, Turtles Kirby in time. Superstar Turtles on Time Final Fantasies whichever one are on there like five, 4 six. and 6 I thought it was 4, 5, 6 yeah. 7, 8, 9 10, I 11, think 12. so <laughs> those, those <laughs> early Final Fantasies are weird because like isn't it like 2 is 4 and 3 is 6 oh for us yes for us yeah yeah I think like 4 was 2 was it ghost yeah. is it super ghost and ghouls or ghost and goblins or whatever. Yeah, ghost and ghost. I, I hate that game by the way. It's freaking what hard. You beat the game. That's a really yeah. good. I dude, I've perfected oh, I beating game. that game, and then I got to the end, and it's like, guess what? You got to beat it again. Oh, dude, I was so mad. Uh, upside down. Uh, Inside out. Capcom had so many good games. Wasn't wasn't there Alien versus Predator on there, or was it just a, yeah? Just it, it is garbage. <laughs> like the Super Nintendo version was really bad. I don't remember. I just Arcade remember versions. Were, they did have Aliens 3. Yeah. Was, the Mortal Kombat games were the dummy down versions. Uh, yeah, well, Mortal Kombat 1 was. Well, I thought Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Or was, that, was it Trilogy then? Trilogy was on uh, PlayStation 1. So it was Ultimate. That was Ultimate, the, yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, is apparently a really hard game to find now. Oh, man. For the cartridge. Um, yeah, Street Fighter. I'd say probably Super Street Fighter 2. Just because alpha, I did it again. Jeez, I'm because you had all the um, all the like new newer characters like Cami and DJ and all get introduced. Uh, there's too many games to name just to limit it down to thirty. My, Capcom had a ton of gems on there though. Like you had the final fights, all three of them. Those were all good. You had uh, the King of Dragons, um, which was really good. We had uh, Donkey Kong Country. Wasn't that the yes Donkey Kong Country? Uh, I'd say one and two, three was kind of garbage. I don't, I didn't, I don't remember really liking it, but I remember that was, there was a point in time where that was like so good. <laughs> that, so I, 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 I said I can't, I can't really express how much I didn't really care for the games mm-hmm. back then. Oh, what the heck's wrong with me? Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, uh, Super Metroid. Yeah, I didn't play that until recently. Super Metroid is. Fantastic. Yeah, I just, I just, we had a lot of games. I just didn't like them. Um, we got Donkey Kong Country and like Streets of Rage at the same time. We had Streets of Rage on, Gen- on Sega. I really, I really liked the the beat the beat 'em ups. Oh, uh, uh, 
it's Carnage. Uh, Maximum Carnage. Maximum Carnage. Yeah, I'll really tell you like a that. random one. There's actually a Capcom game. Uh, UN Squadron. Like I would be really surprised if that wasn't on the list. Uh, like the SNES Classic, because yeah. you know the NES Classic had like Star Tropics, which was a really random game for them to throw in our face. Like, hey, you remember this game you really loved? We never did anything with. Um, UN Squadron would be a cool one. It's like a it's a side scrolling uh, like shooter, like. Uh, a shooter, yeah, like a. I would say space shooter, but it's not in space. It's your yeah. jet. You have like three different characters to choose. Each one has like their own special ability. Like one can carry more ammo. Uh, one can fly planes faster. And then you had like multiple jets that you could choose from. Yeah. So it's awesome game. Really good. I remember that one. Um, it's a lot of really good ones. Secret of Mana would be a cool one. Or Secret of Evermore. Those are really good. Uh, really it's good. It's RPGs. basically gonna be two boxes. One for platformers and one for RPGs. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, Earthbound. Like, people are screaming for a new Earthbound. I play that either. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like I just need to get an emulator and play them all. Yep. Should. See, now... I'll get the ROMs legally, though. I'll let you borrow my Super Nintendo. I'll get the ROMs legally. <laughs> I had a modded PSP with all, every Super Nintendo game, Nintendo game, all that stuff on there. But I also had, like, homebrew versions as well. So we had like versions of Mario that were like super, super graphic and super racist and super like everything, <laughs> everything you could think of. Like it was, it was awful. <laughs> but, I can imagine. But we downloaded like a big old like, you know, what I'm saying drop of a, a big old dump of uh the homebrews and crap like that. Oh. Yeah, that was what was that was beautiful about having a modded PSP, dude. You could put all those old games on your little one gig stick. Never play them. But I had them. I played a few of them. So I just I don't like I just it's not it's not that stuff's not fun to me. So I remember I remember Ducktales especially when I heard that on that podcast today. I remember like I hated that game. And I remember a certain point in time where I didn't have very many games, and I would play through that game and play through that game and play through that game. And he used to, I, I was, I'd ask myself, even as a kid, why are you playing this? You, I hate that game. And then I got it on PS3, 3 Master. I was like, I'm going to try this again. Sat in my bedroom, played that first level. Nope. <laughs> so, yep, still hate it. <laughs> I tried again. But Yeah. I'm pretty sure I named 30. <laughs> Maybe not, but. No, I, I think he got like 18. Yeah. If we, had a, if we had a list, I'm just, I'm just guessing. If we had a list, I'm sure it would be a lot easier. Yeah, because like, I'm trying to think of like the games I have in my personal collection now. It's not like we have laptops in front of us for a look at list up for stuff. It. <laughs> it's better when you just shoot from the heart. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to be like, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. All these games. Well, like, my brother had the SNES. I had the Genesis. So the console war was alive in my house. Yeah, that's your problem. Think that Sonic's better than Mario? Pfft, Sonic is better than Mario. Out of here with that trash! Here's the thing: awful level design, awful bosses. Sonic Two was way Mario's better. Mario's terrible. Yeah. Sonic like, One sucks. Sonic you, Two and Three and Knuckles is no. awesome. You just explained an entire Mario game. Terrible. Yeah, design, I said this the level. other day. Sonic trash. Like you, Sonic's only good for like the bad fan art. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo fans are blinded by nostalgia. See, Gen- nostalgia. Genesis is the games that molded the industry. 
And this, this, industry, company, this industry has a lot of flaws. It's the company Sonic. that... <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I was like, think about how hyper-liberal and upside-down this industry is. Oh, come on. You can play don't Mario. Get, don't get... <laughs> Stay, on the, Stay on, really on the twat. Stay on the twat. Stay on the twat. We start veering off the, the, the main topic. <laughs> Stay Goodbye on the twat. Get the twat. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I like this. This stuff just doesn't speak to me. It doesn't. It's not fun for me, and so it's painful. It brings back painful memories as not, a child. I'm not getting trophies when I play. I don't like what you like, therefore it shouldn't exist. <laughs> Liberalism at its finest. Taught. Simple-minded, simple-minded gamers. I mean, hey. I like what I like. I like things, and I'm okay with liking things. And you can like things, and we don't have to like the same things. <laughs> if I could change, you could change. Everybody, Rocky, no, no, Rocky yeah, no. no won't, won't you just get us out of here? Okay. This has been a Remolude episode 76, Approving Gamer podcast. I'm sure you hop on over to ApprovingGamer.com, check out all our news, reviews, previews, and podcasts like this one, and our flagship podcast, Trophy Whores, and no. Smart Box, the wrestling-centric podcast, which is actually pretty cool. You should check those guys out. Be sure to... Uh, hey, don't forget to mention about 300 this Sunday. Yes, they are recording episode 300 this Sunday? Yes, really? Sunday at 5. Is this really happening, or is this like... They said so. That's what they said. Okay. I don't believe it. You can expect to hear food being chomped on and smacked on and wrappers. <laughs> all seriousness, though, go, go check out all our podcasts. It's like, don't worry, guys. I'm not playing video games. Sure, <laughs> <Three>, subscribe. <laughs> leave a review. <laughs> um, Daryl, where can I find you? You can't. Okay, T Bird. Resident and Daryl everywhere. <laughs> find me at T Bird eight oh three everywhere. Find me on Twitter at PG Frosty. Find me on PSN at MGS underscore Daniel twenty five. You need to unify everything. I do. That would require me to have to make a new account. No, 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 no. You get rid of the PG Frosty and just put MGS twenty five. I'm not doing that. Yes, do oh, it. Do it. <laughs> Join the dark side. Anyways, that's us. Why me? Literally Why am I crap? Why am I crap? Why? I gotta pee. Alright, I'm playing the outro now. I gotta pay. Yay for playing outro during this. <laughs> Game <part>. Informer. <laughs> Here's a. Derek says balls. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Nintendo, you're blowing it. <laughs> Get it? You're blowing it and say NES. Get left, what will it be? Time is running out, the blood is flowing down the streets. People need to know we're living in a war zone. Hit the streets where the truth, tell them that it's old. Get right or get left, what will it be? Time is running out, the blood is flowing down the streets. People need to know we're living in a war z